Holman, so on one hand, nice jacket. On the other hand, what the hell? Where's mine? You don't get one. That's a beautiful Nissan Titan jacket. Oh, yes. Nice Patagonia. It's got the uh, quilted padding. I see that. on this sleeve, it says Nissan. Because it's freaking freezing outside. Right right here, it says Titan. I I know. I'm reading it. Right here, it says Patagonia. I see that. a gift from our sponsor. So where's the love? I'm I'm fifty percent of this team. Yeah, uh, w- you didn't go and drive the new Titan since you were too busy to uh, do anything uh, for them. What they are you said, talking about? Uh, here's a jacket for you. I was all about going, uh-huh. and then I found out that you were already there uh-huh. driving it. Yeah, and that you weren't invited. Right. They only had enough jackets to go around once. <laughs> so I'm. I, I, I mean, maybe I feel I'm chapped. Maybe I'm we not... can ask them if there's any spares, but I'm guessing there's not. Why do you have to just launch the but show by have, being a dick? You have a truck show podcast sweatshirt on, on, right? Yeah. I do, I do. It looks like equally warm. It is. I'm fine. Oh, I'm not freeing. freezing. This is freeing. But it's that very... is really cool. That is an interesting silver greenish metallic material. Yeah, I think it's just green from our studio lights. I think it's actually just silver. I really like that. It's very aerospace looking. Uh, it's very warm. And you know, it's one of those that's super thin so you can move around, mm-hmm. but it's warm. So on these like rainy SoCal, like, you know- 45, 50 degree days. It's yeah. just, it's perfect. That jacket looks as good as the 5.6 liter V8 endurance engine sounds. Uh, I think Nissan would take that. Yeah. All right. So before we start the show, because we have a huge show today, episode 99. Yeah. We have to uh, thank our sponsors. I, we need to alert our, our syndicated uh, our <laughs> syndicated partners, partners. our yeah. syndication partners. Yeah. Uh, we're running long in <laughs> advance. Uh, move whatever shows you have after us uh-huh. because uh, this is going to go real long. We don't have any syndication partners, do we? We might in the future, <laughs> and they might want they might want to be warned about the show. Okay, good. Okay. Uh, so for everybody who's been like, "Oh, you guys, the shows have been too short at two and a half hours lately." <laughs> ah, don't worry, we got your back on this one. So we've got Traxxas. Uh huh. We have uh, our friend Jimmy from California Car Cover with some uh-huh. helpful holiday hints. Okay. And I think we are checking in with uh, Frank Newton, who drives around the country attending. Mini truck shows. All right. And we also have a little surprise that we'll uh, start the audio here in a second. But first, Nissan, if you're in the market for a half ton Nissan truck, go to your Nissan dealer. Check out the Titan 2019s on sale because the 2020s are coming and they're both awesome. Why are you whispering? I don't know. That? Because I feel bad saying go buy the old truck when I knew how awesome the new truck's going to be. The 19 The new is truck's not out yet. Rad. So, no, yeah, they're yeah. both good. Five year, 100,000 mile warranty, NissanUSA.com. And of course, our good friends over at Deck for those uh, sliding cargo drawers that fit in the bed of your truck or van and can hold 2,000 pounds of awesomeness on top of them. I think you buy yourself a Nissan Titan for Christmas, uh-huh. and then you have- Your kids you, buy you a Deck system yeah, for your exactly. Christmas present for your I was truck. going, yes. I like that. Exactly. All right, That's so- uh, two punch. Decked.com. All right, mm-hmm. so we were just at your house, and we, uh, we recorded a little something. Oh, with my new $1 truck. Holman, meet uh, Sean Moore. Sean, meet uh, Holman. Holman, Sean Moore. Didn't he spin a supercharger belt off or something on a Mercedes once? It wasn't me. <laughs> it was you. <laughs> I plead the fifth. Was that a uh, C63, right? C63. My what happened with that car? Do you uh, still have it? I, I still have it. It's parked. It's uh, Now it's where the truck used to be. This truck? Right yeah, here that we're looking truck. at? Back this truck. Back in the mud? This you... turd. <laughs> so basically what you're telling us is uh, you essentially... Um, this is sort of like when you go to get your tax write-off at the end of the year, right? And you go to the Salvation Army, and you give them all the old clothes and crap that you don't want under the guise that you're doing something good. 
that's basically what's going on here, right? You wanted yeah. this is more of a charity case. Yeah, yeah. This uh, is... Kids, cars for kids, or kids for causes, or whatever. That one, I'm the kid. They wouldn't even take it. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> no, you know, Jay. <laughs> we got a home more, for this he, thing. He needs it more than we do. <laughs> Uh, so what okay. do we have here? This is a 66, uh, big window, eight lug, two-wheel drive, C20, I'm guessing. and Trailer uh, wheels. It's got, it looks like it has trailer wheels on it. Probably has trailer tires, too. You might want to look into that. Ten-ply. Uh, it looks like it's got the original patinaed They uh, do say radial yellow. on the sides, though, so well, they've got to well, be high yeah. quality. I wonder, Interesting. I wonder where they're made. Can you, These can you are see where they're made? all track with a c uh-huh. radial they're all oh they're hercules all cracked look that's a, oh they're quality hercules, tire. but look at sure. how cracked they are hey what's uh what's that little door in the back there you've got a door that's locked do you have a key to that or do we have to pry it open uh, with a pry bar here see if the uh the key works oh hold on set the recorder down uh-huh uh-huh is that an auxiliary fuel tank oh you can just open it oh it just opens didn't yeah, you there's not even a, a, a cap on it okay, now so. all right so if that is a tank there's no cap in it other uh-huh. than uh there's a lot of rainwater i can see inside all of it right so hmm. that might that there is a male restroom i was gonna say <laughs> it, it used to be an auxiliary fuel tank it is now a black water tank so uh, <laughs> when you're on the side of your road trip all you right. can just uh, handle this okay just it used that. to be orange at one point because well the bed has orange oh and red the interior orange and red on the interior i see here yeah of the bed of the bed now sean oh, you, it comes with extra rebar look yeah, you you didn't take out the uh, the plumbing supplies. What what well, what's that going comes on with here? The truck, There's really. uh, like what is this? Schedule forty, a ton of it in here. It would have cost them five dollars to take it out. You have home projects to finish up. I thought I'd <laughs> yeah, bring this with true. me. I said I said you get the truck. You're gonna have to pull the wheels off. I want the wheels back. Hey, I have to say that uh, this actually makes your house look better having an old pickup truck out in front. Because it's a new, nice, modern house, and it's clean looking, and this is a no, hunk of junk. Before, you had just nothing but crap in your driveway. Oh, and here comes a Scion with a Gavin. No, yeah, my, my son just yeah. pulled up with a Scion, yes. Yeah, so we have uh, we have the Scion, the Mini, the Telluride, and the Mercedes, uh, and finally, thank God, there's a truck out front. I can't tell you how many emails we got on this, uh, Lightning getting a truck, and people on social cheering for you. And I almost feel like... Uh, We've gotten to a point where they like you more than me because you have a truck that runs. But the reason I, I no, don't wait, have what a are you truck talking about? that runs. You, you just pulled up in your brand new Ram. No, no, no. Listen, the reason I don't have a truck that runs, my old truck, is because of you. So that I is feel not like this, because of it me. It is because of you. You when I told got, me. When I got there, when I started at Banks, it was sitting there. Right. But you told me you pulled people off of it because you didn't care about me. That is true. <laughs> See? But... It wasn't really moving along all before right, I got right, there. Right. Either. Let's keep walking. So around. there's a lot of rust. There's a dent on the uh, yeah. Well, this uh, is great bedside. because you know you don't have to care about it. You can just use it like a truck. Oh, there's registration last paid in 2018. Virtually no paint left here. So Sean, what, did you did you how long have you had the truck? Oh man, probably about two weeks. <laughs> Does it leak? <laughs> I went and uh, found this for Jay because I knew he needed a truck. It really wasn't on the side yard of my house. I see how it uh, works. How much is registration going to cost you? If it hasn't been registered in 2018, there's all sorts of penalties. Four grand. Oh, is now, that true? now we no. know. No, I was going <laughs> to say, dude. No, you imagine paying a dollar for know, the... Uh, you know what they say? They say, easy come, easy go. And uh, when the police department comes rolling by here later and loads us up on a tow truck <laughs> for being on a public street... And a dollar on the ground. <laughs> yeah. I've never seen so much chrome peeled off of a bumper, exposing um, all the rust. Yeah, the, you are not going to be able to use the Coca-Cola trick on that one. No. But it is a, it is a, a, a hefty diamond plate uh, step bumper on the back. That's mm-hmm. nice. And they had some... Oh, uh, look, you have Fastened it down tank. with some, some stainless screws so here. This must be the real fuel tank because it actually has a lock attached to it. No, I'm no. guessing oh, is that, is that the, the gas tank is behind the, uh, well, it, the seat. It looks like it had two auxiliary tanks, the one in the cab and two under the bed, 
One door is open. One is mysteriously shut and locked. So maybe Jimmy Hoffa is in there. Or uh, hold on, let's uh, let's see if this key right, that, I, that, see. that you gave me opens uh-huh. this. Uh, do you ever get the impression that Sean just bolted on doors randomly to the side of this truck <laughs> in order to... And uh, used uh, sheet metal it. screws right here. Look at this. So that's how you open it. You open it with a Milwaukee uh, cordless screwdriver. No, this this doesn't fit. Okay. Now there's some house keys right. in here. Let's try right. the house keys and see if they work. Uh, well, it's, the door's locked, so I don't know what we got here. But... Hold on. Let's try this key here. Uh-huh. There are a lot of random keys with I hope this it thing. smells like a real Oh, door's door open. Oh, that is so... Look at all the w- exposed wires. What's awesome about this truck is as you drive it, you get electrocuted right on your knees. All right, let's see what these keys do here. Yeah, that key's the wrong key for sure. That's a house key. Well, it's a house key, house but you never know. Go, yeah, you do know. Okay. <laughs> if you look at the lock it's, Wait, the key. because it's a quick set key? Uh, it's just, yeah, quick set is not what's in your uh, fuel door. All right, so... Oh, look, 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 beer bottle caps are on the dash. I don't see any more keys to open up that well, door here. Well, uh, like I said, get out your, uh, get out the Milwaukee. Woo! Do you sm- here, yeah, stick I smell your head in here. Yeah, don't, that? no smoking in this car. Oh my God, does that smell like gasoline? Yes, it does. Holy Look at that radio. Crap. Tape deck? Push button. Yeah, Look, what I kind I of like radio that. is I'm going to sit in here. So does it Ugh. run? Did it come here on its own? Did you drive it? I towed it at 2, at 2 a.m., so Jay Couldn't thought, say no? Yeah. So did you put a bow on it so when he came out the next morning, it was like a dog stick. turd? With <laughs> Look at these. Point. Receipts. Look at this. Hold well, on. Receipts. You, sh- you should look at the last time that it was registered. All right. Hold on. This receipt is from 85. Okay. What was All done right. in 1985? That so may have been the last time. Siliconed on. What else do you Oh, check it out. The interior light is hanging by wires. Now, look at this. Look the at this. The metal. Oh, yeah. Look at this interior light. This interior light. It's a is a is an LED fog light yeah. with a car stereo speaker glued uh, to magnets, the back for a magnet. Yeah, stick, stick it inside here. like that. There we go. All right. All right. I'm seeing a lot of receipts from the mid '80s. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Read this receipt, Holman, right here. All right, the first have, line uh, on the, the work order. Libsack and Son Auto Service in Gardena, California. Check engine no start. And let's see here. This was done in. Uh, uh, I don't know if we have a date on here. How about on the street right here? Look on. at this receipt right receipt. here. The date. The date on here is uh, 11 of 99. Oh. At that time, it got a new engine for $1,786. Oh, uh, it has a three-year warranty on it, uh, or 36,000 miles. Unfortunately, it's whichever one came first, so I doubt you have a warranty. It also got oil, oil filter, coolant, gaskets, thermostat, new radiator hoses. What year uh, again was that? Those. 99. 99. Oh, was, uh, was that... 20 years ago. <laughs> Bypass hose, harmonic dampener, heat razor, uh, riser, I think is what they meant to say. Belt, heater hose, lower radiator hose, clamps, and brand new spark plugs. This thing used to have air conditioning this, at one point. Did it start or not? I'm getting tired of talking about the truck without yes, hearing. Yes. I want to know right. if it starts. All right, here we go. Let me go step around to the uh, driver's side. Close the passenger door. Did you see your spider? I took a picture. He's right by your ear oh, there. Oh, wow. Hope he's not poisonous. He probably is. I think this right. whole truck is poisonous, actually. It's trying to return to the earth right now. <laughs> you ever looked at a truck and thought, in about, uh, oh, I don't know, six months, it'll be a pile of dust or the next speed bump? All right, he's opening the driver's door. Okay. He's getting in. I don't even know if you could tell what wires do what because they're all just hanging from. There is, uh, I can't even make my foot. Trailer brake oh, control. Oh, trailer brake. K, a KH trailer brake control uh-huh. here. No Does, looks like the. Um, he won't know what to do with that. Uh, lightning is touching the wires. He's now been electrocuted. Quick, call <laughs> the, the turn signals. Oh, he's still talking. This apparatus right here is held on with a. Uh, Will uh, you start the truck okay, already? All right. All right. Here we go. Uh oh. There's no lights on. 
Oh, wow. Get a little gas. Pump it. There we Not go. Fuel injected. Gas. Come on. Wants to go. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Doesn't that small block come to life? It actually sounds kind of awesome. Wow. Honestly, it's the most awesome sounding thing that you own now. Should we take a look at the engine? Do we care? Yeah, we of course we care. How do you pop the hood in this thing? Well, you go out to the front where the grill is and you use a lever. <laughs> okay. It's um, it's There's no internal deal there. Look at, the, look at that clean fuel and the clear fuel filter. Look at that. That is actually pretty good. Well, let's just listen to it here. There's a fair amount of rust under here, I got to say. That's part of the show. Yeah, but show. look at all the things that are supposed to be working appear to be working. Should the air filter be rusted out? Yes. Okay. On this truck, absolutely. Yes. Uh, Sean, I got a question this for Jake's you. Patina air filter. <laughs> did Part this, number 971448. Did this get washed down the LA River and you recovered it somewhere off the salty coast of Long Beach? I bought one of those big magnets and pulled it out <laughs> it, on Instagram. It literally looks like the entire thing has been sitting underwater for about six months in uh, at the beach. Well, my man, I, uh, I'm i excited for you because you are going to get to be doing a lot of stuff. I think you need a Haynes or Chilton's manual. That fuel filter is a fire waiting to happen. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, that thing is going to break and go on the uh, headers, and it's going to be all over for lightning. Fortunately, the hood doesn't have any see-through rust. I'm gonna say the hood gives him about 30 seconds to get out if he can figure out how to open the doors. So I'm, uh, this is Death Wish. This is the Death Wish mobile. This is, uh, you need to call Painless and get a new We're wiring kit to start. The coffin. <laughs> the coffin? That's not. I have some more years on me. I don't wanna die in a 66 Chevy C20. Hey, you have a truck for a dollar. I feel like your expectations are, are no, just too I'm high. No, I'm stoked on this, dude. I, I'm really, really pumped. All right. They're, they're, all right. they're, uh, there's a lot we can do with can this. Can we just listen to a purr one more time here? I'm, I'm waiting on my shirt. I haven't seen my shirt yet. By the way, I'm manually uh, <laughs> yes, doing this off the carburetor with my fingers. I'm waiting for a backfire to blow at least two of my five fingers on my left hand off. I'm right-handed, so I think I'm okay, but... That V-belt looks like it's just gonna fly right off the alternator. Yeah, it might. It might. That is sketchy. Nope, this is uh, American Ingenuity at its finest, my friend. God, where God bless these, the USA. What are where any of these wires go that are just hanging out? After, and only after, you go and take this to a certified mechanic and at least have the basic things like brakes and stuff figured out, trans flush, all that stuff, we go for a drive. Oh, you're the not going to go for a drive? The Truck Show Podcast first drive. Like this? Hell no. Let's do it. Come on. I got two kids. No, seriously. Let's go. No, why? Close the hood. No, let's do it. No. Come on. Nope. Come on. Seriously. How does this close? Sean, well, with muscles. Close? Use strength. Well, I don't want to break Pull it. Pull it down. All right. I didn't want to break, break it. Break it? It's a 1960s truck. What's wrong with See, this is what the problem is. It's, oh. He's only been around minis for so Hey, he is, so he is prissy. Jeez. Well, I didn't want to break it. Break what? Are your nails no, dirty? because oh, the nails are dirty. Shut up, the rust look, is look, so look, brittle. He has black pants, black shoes, and a black shirt on so he can wipe his hands off. Oh, I feel like I just want to watch you pull away. I think it's going to power break. Uh, you want me to do it? You want me to take Drive it on the block? No, I don't want to go for riding it. I'm scared. No, let's do it. Come on. Hop in. Nope. <laughs> Holman, seriously, hop in. Let's do this. All right, hold on. Sean, would you go for a ride in this? Not with Jay driving. <laughs> oh, All right, that's, that's it. He's uh, He knows the truck better than I do. All right, here. You hold the mic. All right, I'm gonna take it for a spin. All right. Here we go. You do that. Don't hit my nice truck that's in front of this truck. 
All right, uh, you it does not have brakes. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. This is an untested truck at this point. I don't know why he's doing this. Parking brake is off. Hold on, hold on. I think we need to do a, a video of this. Because people aren't going to believe that this is actually happening. They're going to think this is, hey, look back. They're going to think this is shtick. And it's not. This is actually, uh, this is actually lightning. All right, I'm going to put in gear. Taking his truck for a ride for the first time. Um, we started it. We don't know about the brake. Uh, turn sharper and look where you're going. No power steering. You should probably. He's complaining already. Harder. You're gonna hit my truck. Oh my gosh. It sounds pretty good. Did you see how wide he steered? He's used to a Mini Cooper. Can we put the Mini Cooper in the bed of that truck? Yes, we can. Hey, did you see? There's like no brake lights or anything on that. Not needed. Well, let's say goodbye to our friend Lightning because I don't think we're going to see him back. He didn't even test the brakes. He's just out of here. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm At not At some lie. point, are we going to wait for smoke signals or? Uh, you can listen for the crash because I'm thinking he's going straight out onto the major street out there and going to get T-boned. Lightning probably should have circled back by now. Up, up. Do he's backing up. Think he broke down? No, he's back there. Look, he's oh. backing back up the street. Why is he backing it's up the street? It's been 15 minutes. What took him so long? Uh-oh. It stopped going in reverse. That's good. He's now making a 400-point turn. You know what makes that thing awesome is all the crap that's still in the back of it. There's pipes sticking out the back. I'm going to get off the street. I don't trust him. Watch out for... Do you have glasses on? Woo! Yeah. Oh, it has one taillight. Oh, he's going... Oh, ran stop sign going... Nope, he's making a U-turn. Do you think it power brakes? Uh, yes. Peg leg. Yeah, I think, I think it peg legs. I think you can... Oh, don't do it, Lightning. He almost clipped a car making a U-turn. Why, when he hit the brakes, did the front marker lights come on? I'm scared. Look at the You're front right. Yeah, marker. that's funny. The lights do come on when he hits the brakes. This thing boogies. Yeah, did you know that when you push on the brake pedal, the front turn signals go on? <laughs> no, seriously. I don't doubt Does it, it power brake? I do not doubt it. All right, can power you power brake it in the street in front of your house, please? Try Look, it. the spider's still up there. You can try it. See? You can get in the carpool oh, lane. Yep. Gotta love the 350. Yes, no problem. Hey, yeah, nice small block, pal, but you know what? We have a show to start, so park the thing and let's go. I've got a truck! Oh, God. Let's start the show. <laughs> the truck show. We're gonna show you what we know. We're gonna answer what the truck Cause truck rides with the truck show. We have the lifted, we have the lowered, and everything in between. We'll talk about trucks that run on diesel and the ones that run on gasoline. The truck show, the truck show, the truck show. Oh, oh. It's the truck show with your hosts, Lightning. And Holman. Why do you gotta do that every time? I'm not doing anything. I'm just singing along. It's just my favorite song, and uh, you know I get wrapped up in the moment. You're that guy. Like I, I, we go to uh -huh. see you two in concert, and you're the one singing. Where the streets have no name. No, 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 no. So I'm the, loud. No, I can't no. even hear Bono. I'm Bono on stage, who's doing a live rendition of my favorite song and ad-libbing a little bit. That's no, it. Yeah. Just don't do that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> God. Hey, you know what? Uh, you know what time of year it is? 
Uh, well, Halloween was just a couple weeks ago, so that uh, must mean that uh, Thanksgiving. Oh, Thanksgiving was a couple weeks ago, so no, it must be Thanksgiving was a couple days ago. No, it was a couple days. Oh, it feels I can't keep track. Okay. It's Christmas time. Yes, it's holiday gift giving. Christmas got- time is here. And you're giving me crap about my singing. Here's yeah. the deal. We've well, that's got the some peanuts. Ah, we got some friends that are on California Car Cover. Mm-hmm. Mm, it is gift giving season, so I think Jimmy's going to talk to us about uh, some stuff that he's got going on there. But also our next guest. Traxxas. You may remember them as scale remote control uh, trucks. I know Traxxas from being at SEMA. I was going to say, you may have seen (laughs) what they had in their booth just across the way from the bank's booth. I have also seen Traxxas at uh, every Supercross, I think, every (laughs) Monster Jam. I think I've seen them at every Off-Road Expo. Their events team doesn't sleep. I know that much. Yeah, no, they're an awesome company, and they're enthusiasts, and they are basically, uh, when you're nine years old and you can't drive yet, they're building up our next generation of enthusiasts. So uh, why don't we give them a call? All right. I can hear you rustling that Nissan jacket, dude. <laughs> it's warm. I got to take it down. Hello? Hello. Hey, it's Lightning and Holman from the Truck Show Podcast. Who's this? This is uh, Dameron Atkins with Traxxas and Dustin Nixon. Gentlemen, happy to have you on the show. We got a quick intro, so don't move. Welcome to the parts department. Screw, nut, filter, oil, grill, tools. Wheels, tires, brakes, lights. Ears, belts, and your wife warns you not to. Don't you spend our money? And then you'll want to come back. Now, guys, I, I don't know if our wives are happy about this purchase when we spend uh, like an entire paycheck at Traxxas. No, they are because we have kids. Oh. And we buy it for ourselves and then let our kids play with them a little bit. But then, are we the guys that are always stealing the remote control back from our kids? Going, yes. You're going to break it. You're going to bust the upper control yes. arm. Let me show you how to do it. 100%. That's, <laughs> That's totally us. us. There's, a sim- there's a simple solution for that. You just buy two. Ooh, oh, okay. Oh, well. There we go. Uh, apparently, we have the um, the marketing team from Traxxas <laughs> yeah, on the uh, phone today. <laughs> so, Dustin Nixon and Dameron Atkins uh, in the marketing department over at Traxxas. Now, we were just kind of joking before we got you guys on the horn that... I don't know of any other company that is more active as far as out in the field. You guys are at at NHRA, you're at um, uh, Off-Road Expos, you're at uh, Supercross, Monster Jam, everywhere. SEMA. SEMA. With a full-size, I believe it was a 69 Blazer with an LS3 that was sitting there all beautiful. Do you guys ever rest? Uh, we try not to. I mean, we go full <laughs> full steam, full speed ahead all the time. We have a full team at the uh, LA Auto Show right now out in your neck of the woods. And uh, our goal is to just you know share the fun of, of Traxxas and high-performance RC with, with motorsports enthusiasts and everybody out there. Yeah, it works, clearly, because once you get that remote control in your hand, or I watch you doing front flips, back flips, whatever, on the on your ramp setup, which I or think is really like cool. Or just like on my uh, Traxxas Raptor, just rolling it about 12 times. Wait, you have one? Yeah. You have one? Yeah, I do. You have one? I do, in my garage, yeah. There was a limited run uh, when Ford uh, released the Raptor, an orange one that they did, and they gave uh, those out, and I've got one of them. You know how many that I have? Zero? Zero. <laughs> you know, my kids, you know how many they have? How many? Zero. Well, that's because you're a bad dad. Yeah, I am a bad dad. <laughs> Damn, I thought you, it was a cool dad. Should I invite your kids over to my house to play with my Traxxas car sometime? I already know that they like you more than they do me. <laughs> well, I that's actually true. That. So, um, I noticed Traxxas uh, uh, most recently when I was at Glamis, and all these guys have these, let's call them seventy, eighty thousand $80,000 sand rails. And as soon as the sun, the sun pops up in the morning, they're not 
in the $80,000 sand rail hitting the dunes. They're playing with their tracks by around the campfire. I don't know. I just, they're everywhere. They, they are. And we see that in Glamis. I mean, we have our, you know, scaled down sand rails with paddle tires. It'll do over 70 miles an hour with the, uh, <laughs> oh the, rustler, with the brushless power system. And then we see it at the Jeep and off-road events where we have our, our uh, scale crawlers with the Land Rover Defender, the Bronco, the Blazer, the Mercedes G500, uh, the Blazer. We have it all covered there. And so when people, yeah, they want to, you know, crack a beer open around the campfire at the end of the day after they've done some full-size uh, motor sports crawling or whatever it is and, uh, you know, have some fun with the RC truck. Well, I'm looking at the TRX Sport, or the TRX 4 Sport, straight axle, has portal axles, has real ball right. joints. You can adjust the wheelbase on them, heavy-duty steel frame rails. I mean, you just go down, you know, floor pans and steel links and uh, aluminum scale shocks. You just keep going down the list and it's like, it's everything I wish I could put on my regular 4x4 but couldn't afford. Yeah, we hear that a lot. Uh we hear people asking us to make full-size versions of our RCs because there's so much cool technology and innovation. And with that uh, TRX4, the crawler, you can actually lock and unlock the differentials from the transmitter and shift the transmission between high and low gear. So if you want to go fast and rip it around a parking lot or out in the field, you can do that. And then you downshift and lock the diffs when you get into some you know, tricky kind of technical trail crawling scenarios, and you can just crawl up pretty much anything. And then that thing has all sorts of rad accessories, so you can really make it your own. We're talking uh, expedition racks and LED lighting and, you know, uh, max track style traction boards and side view mirrors and snorkels, a spare tire mount for the rear bumper, shackles, bolt-on headlights and taillights, shovel, axe, jack. I mean, you could really mimic your real 4x4, and I think what's really cool is we've always been a fan of these. Uh, we used to do a lot with you at the magazines back in four-wheeler back in the day. Uh, but you're really catering to the next generation of off-road enthusiasts. Yeah, that's that's correct. Uh, in the past, it used to be all about just performance in the RC trucks, and the current trend is really merging uh, the scale appearance and looks, like you mentioned, all the scale accessories that we have uh, with that performance. So we've we've done that with the uh, the crawling segment with the TRX4, and then we've also done that in the uh, trophy truck and desert racing with the unlimited desert racer where the truck looks amazingly skilled just like justin lofton's uh one-to-one trophy truck and then you start looking at the details under the body and the chassis uh it's it's scaled to every detail uh in it because we actually worked with the fabricating company and in the full-size truck world on the chassis design and build and suspension dynamics and all that. So it looks scale sitting on the, on the table and then it'll look scale ripping at 50 miles an hour across the desert. Are the teams coming to you guys to do licensing deals or are you approaching them? Are you saying, Oh, I love this guy, his truck and the whole team and you're calling him out of the blue or how does that dynamic work where, you know, I can, I can basically buy my favorite race teams miniature. Yeah, it kind of goes both ways. Uh, it's sometimes we've reached out to like John Force with John Force Racing and gotten into uh, NHRA drag racing and built the, the scale funny cars after Courtney Force's funny car and John Force's. And other times we've had athletes uh, reach out to us or race teams and uh, even companies that want to build you know, some quantity of trucks and we will design exact replicas with all the livery and everything uh, and make them available through our traditional, uh, you know, hobby shop distribution channels or as a one-off, like you said, that custom Raptor build uh, that you got through Ford. What makes Traxxas different than your average RC company? Obviously, there's a, a ton of players in the space. 
at different price points and quality, things like that. You know what, Bo? There are players, but when it comes to this, I'm not aware of any. I mean, they they don't rise to this level, especially not in the four by four stuff. But yeah, so the the thing we have, we we have our nationwide, uh, worldwide uh, network of uh, hobby shops that keep all the parts on the wall. Uh, you know, we've got people that have cars that we built, you know, 20, 25 years ago that they're still able to go down the street to their shop and, uh, you know, get a replacement part for it if they get out and have a little bit too much fun with it. The, the big thing, you know, we, we love supporting those guys and they, they keep everybody up and running, you know, all through the weekend. And, and that's, you know, our trucks are built to, to you know, take beating and yeah, they just keep coming back for more. And you mentioned all the accessories. And the other thing that sets us apart is our engineering team. We have over a team of 30 people in our engineering department that are designing everything from the ground up. So it's a unique product. And then those relationships we have with the uh, licensing partners with Ford and General Motors and uh, Jaguar Land Rover and uh, all the different full-size companies out there where we're able to offer a replica of the full-size version, whether it be a vintage throwback or a current gen uh, like the, the Ford GT and, and the Corvette that we're offering on the car side uh, and, and put out just really phenomenal innovative products at a, a great value of a price that's going to kick out some just you know crazy speeds. We're talking like over 100 miles an hour with our X01 supercar. So we're, we're designing high performance, really, really fun cars and trucks uh, that are designed for years of fun. They're fast, durable, and uh, great value for the whole family. Speaking of that, it sounds like you need to get a couple. Now, now hold on a second. Holman <laughs> and I just uh, had a moment. We were just staring at each other. We locked eyes I, I, very I, oddly. Well, I think that there was a bad connection because you said over 100 miles an hour, right? So that was <laughs> – we didn't hear you right, did we? Uh, you did hear me right, and that's, that's, not scale, that's not scale miles per hour like the old toys, you know, that said 720 scale miles per hour. This is actual, like, highway speeds, getting a speeding ticket, going down the highway 100 miles an hour. See, the problem with that is I would lose sight of it, and then I would lose my awesome RC truck somewhere down uh, the whoop section, of it, you know, in some wash basin near the uh, campground or something. Now, l- let me ask you this, guys. Is this the battery technology or the motor technology or combination of both that allows it to go this fast? Or Because I remember when we were kids, Holman, you were you got that crappy NICAD batteries, and you were oh, lucky yeah. if you got 11 minutes right. of and you know, then it, time. And then it was three hours of charging so that you could right. run back out there for 11 minutes. Now these have the LiPo batteries, which seem to last quadruple, and you're getting crazy speed. So I'm looking at here at uh, 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 the Rustler, 70-plus miles per hour on that guy, um, 65 for the Stampede. Like, there are so many that go crazy fast. I'm still looking at the yeah. TRX4 Sport, by the way. <laughs> I think it's so badass, the videos <laughs> of that thing crawling. I just, I just want to, like, go play with that. Yeah, so you're, you're spot on. It's the, the battery technology with the LiPo batteries. It's the, the brushless motors that we have now. They're just incredibly efficient and crank out really high RPMs, and that gives it near-instant torque and the ability to hit those those high speeds. And what's really cool is we have a new charging technology uh, called ID auto battery identification, where you literally just plug the battery into one of our chargers, hit uh, hit start on it, and you can charge the nickel metal or the lipo batteries. It's like charging a cell phone. It's as easy as that. And we have high output chargers that can actually charge the batteries faster than you can run them down in the car. So in the in the run times, we're getting 30 to 45 minutes of run time with uh, some of our batteries and, and trucks. That's insane. Uh, I, you know, I was just looking at uh, how detailed the chassis are now, especially especially when you've got four-wheel drive and, and the crawler kit and portal axles and all that stuff. It's also a really great tool to teach because it's so realistic, it's all functional, to teach young people about 
fabricating and building vehicles. It looks like you have a lot of different kits where you can customize the chassis and actually learn about chassis design and suspension and, and gearing. That's really cool. Well, yeah, we don't have shop class anymore. Yeah, so, so you have to have uh, RC trucks, right? Yeah, so that's where I got my my start playing with mechanical stuff was with RC cars as a kid, and then you graduated on into, into full-size trucks that I built with my dad at, at home. So, uh, yeah, it's you know especially the TRX-4s, everything in there is you know just like the full-size truck with the live axles and the transmission and uh, you know, how the, the steering setup works. Uh, like we sell a lift kit for the TRX-4s where it actually moves all the mounting points down just like a full-size lift kit does to preserve all the steering geometry and things like that. So whenever you get into it, there's so many levels to it. You can tune the suspension, you can you know, upgrade the power, you can add aluminum pieces to you know, upgrade the durability and the style of it. Uh, the possibilities are really endless. So it's it's great for kids to get in and, and learn that aspect of things. Or, and, or and uh, 40-year-olds. <laughs> yeah, and with that lift kit, you, we have the equivalent of like 38 or 40-inch tires you can bolt on to for mud bogging and things like that. And we've actually, we've actually worked with SEMA in the past on some of their summer camps where they're teaching a lot of the science, technology, uh, mathematics, and engineering to the students there. And they're actually using like rapid prototype machines to design different uh, assemblies and things like that to test on. So it's really a fun way to kind of tie into the educational side. But with kids, they're playing with it, having fun. They don't really realize they're learning about mechanics and electronics and things like that. Hey, uh, Lightning, you know what I just figured out? What's that? Uh, This is the original e-truck. Oh, it is. Yeah, this is the electric truck I'm okay with. (laughs) <laughs> Not the Cybertruck. Uh, right. Yeah, when are you guys going to have the uh, the Cyber E-Truck out? Well, I've actually saw, uh, I've seen a picture, somebody already built one. It looked like I think they built it on our Slash platform. That, uh, <laughs> of course they the, did. The cool thing about that is you take like five pieces of polystyrene and glue them together and just stick them on the, on the truck and you're there. <laughs> Done. Now, guys, so I'm looking at the TRX4, the Blazer. I think it's deceptive marketing that you guys are using a photograph of the actual you know, blazer because, oh, wait a minute. Uh, this no, is the actual, the, yeah, this is the actual one scale. Yeah, dude, that's, uh, damn, what I'm saying is I made a poor joke that this is, I cannot believe the detail okay, on these things. So real quick, before we go too far in that, we have to give props to our listener, Brian Mumford, because he was the first guy to talk about the tiny trucks. And remember he sent us all those, uh, photos of his little scale gas station and all his R, uh, RC scale four by fours. And that's when we first realized we actually have a whole bunch of people listening to the show who are probably listening to us right now going, you idiots, yeah. right? But the reality is... We're always idiots, well, regardless that, of the that, topic. That's true. So uh, shout out to Brian because uh, he he has a mini truck, uh, scale truck uh, club in Oregon, and uh, he was one of our listeners and, and loves this kind of stuff. And we sort of got reintroduced to our childhood through him, really. Yeah, that's, that's one really cool aspect of the scale truck uh, side of the hobby is how, how ingrained these guys get into, you know, building the... Uh, building the the scale scenes like you like you were talking about with the garages and stuff and then all the detail they add into the trucks it's been we sell more accessories for the trx4 than we do anything else purely because there's that you know that desire out there to really customize the truck and maximize the performance of it but also maximize uh you know the, the detail of it and how realistic it looks you know when you guys launch a new vehicle um it it you can't it doesn't look like you can just repurpose parts from another car or truck it looks like when i'm looking at this you know this blazer maybe there's some suspension components that you could have stolen from somewhere else but it's all new and the fact that you have 30 engineers 
at Traxxas blows my mind. There are aftermarket parts companies that wish they had 30 guys working on new products. By the way, how about the TRX4 tr- uh, Trax model that has the uh, like the tank tracks on it instead of tires? Yeah. I think so cool. What's, what's kind of cool about that one, too, is we have a, a bonus kind of promo offer going on right now where anybody who buys a TRX4 with the tracks, they get tires and wheels included in the box. Oh, that's uh, cool. So that they- yeah, they can either, you know, take bolt, bolt on the tires and wheels and go cruising around or take them off with the tracks on, hit the mud, hit the snow. They do really, really well in sand or in loose conditions. But I'm going to tell you right now, everybody's listening, uh, that's the one you want. So it's, I see 549. Now, can we purchase through the website here if I click or do I go through a hobby shop? Can I buy direct through Traxxas.com? You can purchase directly through Traxxas.com. Uh, typically in a hobby store, you're going to find more competitive prices and we really encourage uh, people to shop at their local stores and support, you know, support local and, uh, and they're going to be able to offer that expert advice and, and information after the purchase. So if somebody has a question or needs help, you know, bolting on a new, new part or whatnot, the local shop can take care of them. But you guys also have some really cool, uh, entry level cars too. So I don't want to scare people off and, and see the 549 for one of the premium ones, but you, you've got a whole lineup of, of different vehicles, and uh, it's actually pretty cool to go through the list here and see everything that you offer. But the Bandit is only $160, and it goes over 35 miles an hour. That's correct. And and what's cool about our product line is, say, someone starts with a Bandit or a Stampede, one of the two-wheel drive monster trucks, does about 30 to 35 miles an hour. And if, if that's too fast, we have something called training mode. You just hit a button on the speed control. It cuts it down to like 10, 15 miles an hour for kids or for people learning oh, how to drive. Oh, that's cool. We call that lightning mode here <laughs> in the podcast. I knew you were going to. I knew it. I knew that was coming. <laughs> Sorry. It. I just, it was a softball. Yeah. We, we may have to borrow that for a future marketing program called the Lightning Control. Uh, well, it's funny is uh, you, you might not know, but Lightning got his uh, nickname from being incredibly slow at his radio station job. Do you have to share that with everyone? And uh, that's how he got the name Lightning. So that's even funnier that you would uh, maybe do your training as Lightning. <laughs> I would buy the fastest one that I could afford. Yeah, but then you would lose it. Uh, no, I mean, I'm not going to go. Well, what's the what's the range on some of these things, guys? That's basically as far as you can see it until it turns into a little speck. So about an eighth of a mile or so and um what's cool is with that stampede you, you start with that around two hundred dollars and as, as you want it to go faster we have a uh a tr- power-up program where it's like a, a core programming trade in the motor and speed control pay uh, a small fee and upgrade to the brushless power system to get those like 60 70 mile an hour speeds so Dude, that's the awesome. to kind of grow yeah grow with the person as they're getting used to it and they want to go faster and pretty much any guy i know and myself there's that immediate desire to just make it go faster. Hey, guys, I'm, I'm curious, like the drones have a uh, come home feature. <laughs> do we, they do. will we see this someday in RC cars and trucks? Yeah, possibly. I mean, we have a lot of cool technology built into our trucks that are similar, kind of coming over from the drone side. One thing is called Traxxas Stability Management. And what that is, is basically you can hit full throttle on a slick surface, even ice, and the truck or car will track perfectly straight. Oh, wow. That's awesome. It doesn't cut throttle at all. So you're literally just roasting the tires, but it'll track in a perfectly straight line. And the same applies to braking. You hit the brakes, and instead of wanting to loop out on a slick surface, if there's some sand on the asphalt, it'll just brake in a perfectly straight line. What kind of processing power does that take? I mean, you're now basically installing a a, a small laptop inside of these Traxxas trucks. To a point, yeah. It's kind of more like some of the technology in cell phones with the accelerometers and, and gyros and things like that. So let's talk about your uh, your SEMA booth because you guys had the uh, 69 Blazer, the full scale, 
had an LS3 in it. That's what caught my eye, and then I wandered around the booth and saw all the things that you were offering. Uh, it's pretty awesome that you guys are also automotive enthusiasts, not just RC enthusiasts. So the guys building these things are actual people who are who love the truck, off-road, the car, the performance market. Yeah, so from from, a, from the owner of our company on down, it's it's a company full of gearheads, which is why I, I like working here as much as I do. Um, you know, it's, it's all about capturing the, the passion, you know, from the full size cars and, you know, kind of distilling it down into this, you know, scaled down model that, that kind of brings it to the masses where they can enjoy that, that, you know, the classic looks of a blazer, uh, you know, where that's a, a six figure truck that's immaculate top to bottom Well, they can go, you know, buy a, a $500 truck and have that same experience uh, and be able to take it out on the trail and, and, you know, just enjoy all the, the classic style, you know, from maybe from whenever they were a kid or um, whenever they were just, you know, lusting over them as a, as a teenager, being able to have that in the, in the booth and, you know, make that connection between the, the full size truck and the one sitting right next to it is, you know, people just, people eat it up. Talked about the entry level. We talked about some of the really cool stuff you guys are doing in the middle. I see one that's new called the X max $929. Let's talk about that thing. That thing looks like an absolute beast. It is. That's that's the top of the line, the the biggest and the baddest uh, that we offer. It does over 50 miles an hour, uh, runs on nearly 30 volts of battery power. It's two batteries running in series, tips the scales right around 20 pounds, oh and it can, rip, it can rip wheelies on demand, almost like the front end is a feather. Like you just breathe on the throttle, it rips the front end up. It'll run wheelies wow. about 100 feet across the parking lot, and it will eat up pretty much any terrain you put in front of it from big wide open fields to uh, we go to like skateboard parks a lot and construction sites and just tear it up and have a blast. And it just keeps coming back asking for more. You can run for about 25 minutes on one charge. So, I mean, it'll give you some fun. It's it's a rush for a good amount of time. You guys have got to go to Traxxas.com, T-R-A-X-X-A-S.com, and then check out the X-Max videos that are playing on the X-Max page. You know, three wheels are off the ground, and it's up on one doing a wheelie around a corner. It's it's so badass. Although I I know it's the truck show podcast, but I'm uh, I'm gravitating yeah, to the, of the, course X, you the are. XL one. I mean, <laughs> dude, a hundred you just can't help yourself, dude. A hundred miles per hour, and it says experts only. So this is That's not, for not, me. not for you, no. <laughs> not for me. <laughs> that is nuts. That actually could because you could hurt yourself. I mean, I've I've done RC cars where I hit myself in the ankle, <laughs> right? Where you come back at yourself and you realize left is right. And Could right you imagine left. hitting yourself at 100, at 100 miles, an miles an hour? No, it's like getting clocked by a baseball. You, you would know? do that too. Yeah. Well, I I hope no, not. No, you would. <laughs> you would. So to help protect you guys and everybody else out of the box, it uh, does 50 miles an hour on the XL1, and you actually have to go into our app that connects to the transmitter. It's the Traxxas Link app, and watch a safety video that shows the car. <laughs> Sign a waiver. Yeah, the car door and, and check off some disclaimers and waivers and things like that. So walk 100-mile-an-hour mode. But, dude, do you know what 100 miles an hour would, must look like just on going, a one-tenth scale? Going by your your house like, <laughs> crazy. I would uh, – thumbs it up right there. My problem that's exactly is exactly what it sounds like. Actually, that's that's a that's a very spot on impression. Could, could you do that again? Yeah. Meow. <laughs> Man, I'm telling you, for the holidays, you could just lose yourself on this site. But uh, uh, I already I, I already lost myself. I uh, totally checked out this conversation about <laughs> five minutes ago, and I'm on the Traxxas uh, gift guide page, which oh, is no. full of let's see, bestsellers for kids and new drivers, for enthusiasts, parts and accessories, Traxxas tools, stocking stuffers. 
Shop by all models. Shop by all batteries and chargers. Shop all parts and accessories. I I don't know if I have enough time in the day to go through this, but uh, I, I really want to. It's not just battery-powered, Holman. I just realized they have nitro. So take me through the, the buyer of a nitro car versus uh, a battery car. Uh, so the nitro cars, we still have a, a, a lot of people that are dedicated to that mechanical aspect. You know, they want to... They, Love the the sound and the smell of it. It's a, a small two-stroke engine inside the truck that runs on a mixture of nitromethane and methanol. Love the smell and of nitro in the, the morning. That is exactly right. So they, they like getting out and, and you know tuning the carburetor and getting the, getting the car running right. And, and uh, with the nitro, you can just keep pouring fuel in the tank and just keep running all day long if you want to versus you know stopping to charge the batteries up. So it's kind of down to personal preference. I, I personally love just plugging the battery in and, and going out and just ripping. But I grew up with nitro cars too, so that the the mechanical side of it is still cool on its own. Do you have customers? Uh, yes, let, they no, have no, lots. No, 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 I did many customers. Yeah, I wasn't done with my question. <laughs> oh, here. I thought you were okay. Done. I was just having trouble forming it. <laughs> of all of the customers that you know, who has the biggest collection? What's the biggest collection that, that you're aware of? Why does it always have to be about size with you? I, I would have to say that's one of our our sales guys here. Um, he owns at least one of everything, Traxxas. That seems a little unfair, <laughs> though. He's, he's just hanging out at the company store. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking about just a fan in Kentucky <laughs> or somewhere, you know? Oh, oh, he, he did before he started working here. Oh, um, he so basically, he you guys had to hire him because he was buying up everything? He said, dude, just, just come work for us now. Exactly. He knew every vehicle inside and out, so uh, he, he definitely knows the product and knows how to to represent us well and and support it when he's uh, talking to all the different hobby stores. Hey, like you like uh, you like the river, right? Yes. Uh, they have the uh, the boats M forty one wide body uh, uh, catamaran. I saw those. dude. I saw those fifty miles an hour plus on the water. Well, I felt bad that I was bringing up uh, cars because it is structural podcast, I, I, and here yeah. you are with boats. No, but no, yeah. but trucks have to tow the boats, right? So maybe you get Good a TRX uh, four. Now wait, do they come with trailers? trailers? Yeah, do a trailer tow have, your boat? Have you guys ever been uh, asked to uh, offer a trailer? Uh, we have. We see that request pretty regularly on social media, so it's something that's that's been discussed and. Uh, it's kind of to be determined for the future, but we see a lot of people with that TRX4 hooking up a, either a custom-made trailer or, or one-off trailer and parking that uh, Dave's custom boats M41 kind of up tilted, like just like they do the full-size boats, and taking them down to the river. All I'm hearing is uh, that that information is uh, embargoed. <laughs> embargoed. So it might be happening. We just uh, we don't know. They're just not going to tell us right gotcha. now. They're, they're not ready. I understand. I'm still over on the. Uh, on the TRX4. That thing is so cool with the lift kit and the big old tires and Did you see the 6x6 uh, Mercedes Yes. So is that, is that truly a 6x6 or is it a tag axle on the back? It is truly a 6x6. Yeah, the G-Wagon. And I mentioned earlier being able to to lock and unlock the differentials, it'll actually lock and unlock all three differentials. See, the problem uh, so with me is <laughs> something like that is I'm going to try. So the Raptor that I have is, is a wide body, right? And so it's really forgiving when you launch it off stuff because it'll land in like the front right or something and it, it'll settle like a stadium truck and just suck down to the ground and do its thing. And you could be a jackass and get it to roll and do silly things like that because that's sometimes fun. Problem with the uh, with the with the G Wagon 6x6 is I would be doing every stupid thing I could because it's so ridiculously awesome. And, and that's good. It's incredibly capable, and we do offer spare bodies. Oh, <laughs> good to know. When you present Mercedes with this, because you have to get it licensed, what is their response? Like, really? Or, no, thank you? Or I mean, obviously you made it, but I'm curious when you reach out to Ford, Chevy, Mercedes, Nissan, et cetera. 
So generally, we will present them with a sample of another uh, replica product that we produced, like going back to some of the Ford models that we made, like the Raptor. And we show them the level of detail that we can put into like the bumpers and the windshield wipers and the door handles and all those little scale trim and detail pieces and kind of bring the conversation from there. We, we exhibit at the Nuremberg Toy Fair in Nuremberg, Germany uh, every year. We have for the last over a decade. And so we're able to meet with the folks from Mercedes there and Jaguar Land Rover and form relationships and they're automotive enthusiasts as well. So they get excited about these projects. And when we bring them to life, with the chassis that has incredibly high performance and technology and innovation and pair that with a gorgeous, very scaled, detailed body that brings the product to life. Um, it's a, it's a passionate project from both sides, from their side and from ours. And, and that's where we've been able to really forge more of these licensing and, and uh, OE partnerships with these different companies because they get excited about it. We're excited about it. And then you know, talking to you guys and all of our customers get excited about it. So it's a really really fun project uh, whenever we have a new one that comes up to work on it. Have you ever had a, um, a vehicle that you were dead set on making and the manufacturer just stymied you, just said no? None that I can think of. I mean, I, I can imagine if you went to Ferrari or something and they said no, and they were they turned their nose to you. So then they would just make the Merari. Merari? Yeah, <laughs> right. And they that, would <laughs> it'd be like Dead Mouse and make the Ferrari. Yeah, the Ferrari. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> So, so we make a we offer a Ford GT if that answers your question. Yeah, okay, that, yeah. that yeah we don't need you stinking Ferrari. We got the Ford GT <laughs> here. Did there? Yeah, yeah. We, we've seen the movie in the Ferrari in the uh, the Ford One. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's, that's right. correct. <laughs> All right, well, Dustin Dameron, we really appreciate you guys spending some time with us. Um, everyone, go to Traxxas.com, T-R-A-X-X-A-S. And on social, you guys are everywhere, and you did it right. It's all at Traxxas again, T-R-A-X-X-A-S. You're on Facebook. You're on Instagram, you're on Twitter, uh, you got a YouTube channel, YouTube. you have an RSS feed. I mean, I don't know. It's so awesome. You can't even explain like how real everything. Well, it is real, obviously, but it's just I don't know. Blows I think, my mind. I think it's the detail. It is. I the do. Detail. As yeah, I'm yeah. looking through the photos and, and and zooming in, it's the detail because you and I have looked at videos before. Yeah. Where guys have sent and they don't say that it's an RC car. Right. Well, there's, whole, like, there's a whole thing going around Instagram and Facebook right now where people are tagging their friends on scale cars doing crazy off road stuff. And it's like, that's an RC, you know, but it takes you a minute to figure it out because, I mean, in fact, some of our guys at the magazine, obviously off-road experts, have been tricked by some of these going. And you're like, oh, dude, that is, I saw that. That's a that's a scale model. Oh, it is? Oh, yeah, you're right. And then you realize there's no there's no person behind the wheel. And that's the giveaway. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm still looking yep. at on the uh, on the TRX4 Sport page. When you're looking at- You can't get off that page, No, because <laughs> I'm an I'm a off-road guy. I'm a mechanical guy, but- Showing what's included in the kit, showing the, the detailed assembly instructions, looking at the portals, the, the off-road bumpers. I mean, just all the detail that goes into it. I mean, I just want to take the portal axles apart and play with it. And they've got a picture on there of the TRX body that hasn't been painted, so it's clear. So it looks like Wonder Woman's jet, you know? Like, like all the guts are, are there, but it's totally clear. It's awesome looking. I love it. And that's actually a kit. So the majority of our trucks are offered as ready-to-runs, meaning they're completely built out of the box, include the transmitter. Uh, some include the battery and charger. Others don't, kind of leaving the option up if you want the, the fast batteries or the longer runtime batteries. But that TRX4 uh, Sport that you're looking at there, that one's a kit. So we do offer a few kits. So kind of cool. going back to the 80s and 90s when people had to build you know, the, the cars from 100 different pieces, uh, we offer this TRX4 Sport and the Stampede 4x4 as a kit 
where it does have a couple hundred pieces, but it's a really, really fun and easy build. And it's great for families or uh, just, you know, car guys or gals and uh, people that want to know how it works from the inside out. And like you said, those portals, the design on it is truly beautiful. And I built one recently and it, the truck went together amazing. I was able to customize it along the way with different parts and, and paint the body up with a really cool olive drab with a big TRX4 black logo on the side with a matte finish. So I built my custom TRX4 and you can do the same thing. And uh, it's a truly one of a kind when you're finished with it. You know what I've decided, Lightning? What's that? I'm going to I'm gonna build a 10 tenth scale uh, TRX. A 10 tenth? Yeah, I'm going to reverse engineer it and build a full size one. Full size one? Yeah, yeah, exactly to their specs. And has that been done, guys, where people have fallen in love with your design and make a full size version? It has. So we have the T-Max monster truck, which dates back to the early 2000s. Uh, it's a, a nitro-powered 4x4 with a really cool upper arm design that has the shocks running, dual, dual shocks running through each arm, so it has a total of eight shocks. And there is a one-to-one monster truck out there that it mimics that same arm design with the dual shocks, um, and it's modeled after the T-Max. All right, well, Traxxas is the fastest name in remote control, and uh, you guys are awesome. We're out, of, we're out of steam here. No, you, you were looking at what I can't see your uh, screen on your laptop. Oh, yeah. But you ran out of steam because you got. Uh, no, what so, is that? Is that the GT? Uh, what are you looking no, at there? No, all right. So here's what was going on. <laughs> uh, here's, here's what was going on. I'm looking at the portal axles and I'm looking at the, uh, the steel gear transmission. Uh huh. And I realized that my kids don't understand how gearing works. So they were on a. Uh, we went for a beach cruiser ride and the kids were. Not understanding what was happening when they were shifting, I'm like, well, it has to do with your front sprocket and your rear sprocket and the, and the ratio between them. And it wasn't clicking. And I'm I'm looking at the pictures on Traxxas.com and I'm thinking, if I just cracked one of these transmissions open, they could see the inside and they would the light bulb would go on. That, I was yeah. having that internal monologue. <laughs> yeah, but then, you were talking, but, but then you you froze. <laughs> I froze up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, Traxxas.com, not only fun but also educational. And uh, guys, we appreciate you coming on and let's uh, let's stay in touch. All right, thank you both. Appreciate it, guys. All right, well, thank, thank you, gentlemen. Soon. All right. Uh, Question for you, Holman. Are you wearing your sparkly dance shoes? Uh, nope, but I do have roller skates on. <laughs> Let's skate. All right, all skate. You email? Yeah. I email. Do it. We email. That's right. Everybody email. Type it up. You email. Proofread. All right, who's going first, me or you? Go for it. All right, I'm still dancing. <laughs> you do have the uh, the head bob going on there. Still going. <laughs> Just cracks me up. You're over there with head bobbing. Yep. Your belly's all pushed against your laptop there, squeezed yep. into the table. Problem is when I start clicking things with my belly button. <laughs> oh, no, you don't have a big my, Audi, do you? My like gut, a, my like gut a herniated? No, 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 okay. no. I got the big old gut nose. Don't guys know that, like when they're cruising around the uh, the mud park there? No, and no, They're no, watching no. the bogging, oh, stop, and they got, stop, the, stop, stop, they got the herniated no, it's, poking no, out there stop, like two inches. Not, no, you're wrong. It's when they're in Florida, and they've got the cotton shirt on the on the uh, top of their yacht, mm-hmm. and uh, they got the top ciders, and- the shirt's not buttoned, and the big old herniated belly button's just hanging out to the side. They got the gold chain. And oh, it's like a thumb like a, sticking out. They're like a little bit too dark because they uh, have been. Uh, it's a sunscreen. They got cocoa butter. Right. Yeah, that guy. But what causes the herniated like the their their belly button to be such an Audi? Well, 
you know, just wait. You're getting to that age where that just happens. <laughs> no, mine's way any. Oh, not when, not, fat, not when you get a herniated any. belly button. Dude, I can store Dude, like- One uh, day you're going to get out of bed, you're going to reach for your shoes, and that sucker's going to pop. I've got a VHS cassette when hanging on myself. I think you have uh, all the, all those pipes that are in the back of your C10 uh-huh. or C20. Yeah. Yeah, I just shove those right in and store <laughs> right, them in your belly button. Right in my any right there. <laughs> yeah, if, if all that lint wasn't in there, you could fit a lot more. No, there's no lint. Oh, okay. No, no. I have a lint magnet. Is that, yeah. is that what you I have? I use that every morning. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any emails? Well, I'm going to say uh, I'm going to see Lint Magnet tomorrow night. Yeah, the, that? Uh, the whiskey. Oh, okay. Yes. You know, I want to go back and listen to every episode <laughs> and figure out how many band names that we've uh, created. All right. This one is from uh, Brian, and he says, uh, hey, guys, I'm about to watch the new episode of Dirt Every Day, and I thought that the Mazda would make a great Gambler 500 truck. Keep up the good work and really enjoy the show. Uh, I believe that is Dave Chappelle's personal vehicle. So, so we're going to go steal it? <laughs> Should we just text him, hey, can we borrow your uh, Mazda? Nah, man, it's a hard body. It's hard body city. Yeah, we're doing hard body true. and we're slamming it. And that Mazda's way too cool for us. Or we're going to take Mike Finnegan's um, his recommendation and just buy one already bagged. Because uh, if it's broken, it'll well, be a better why story. Why would that be Mike Finnegan's recommendation? I've been saying that for months. Because I didn't listen to you. I listened <laughs> to Mike. He's a real mini trucker. You're not. All right. Well, if you listen to Adam here. Wait a minute. That occurs to me. You've uh, never owned a real mini truck. I've had three Ford Rangers. Slammed? Nope. Then you're not a real mini trucker. Uh, you didn't say slammed. That's if I owned a mini truck. Uh, all right. Go ahead. Uh, Adam Gaglione. First time emailer. Did you make up that last no, name? I did not. I may. I might have made up the pronunciation, though. Okay. Uh, he says, hey, Holman and Lightning. My name is Adam Gaglione. I'm 26 from Milwaukee. Oh. Talking about tools again, apparently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Milwaukee tools, yes. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, by the way, that whole discussion that we did on tools uh, spilled over into uh, social, and we were tagged in a number of posts where other people were having the same debate that I was against uh, Milwaukee versus DeWalt. Okay. Was like, At Truck Show Podcast was talking about this on the last episode. So apparently the tool show did gain some traction. Did we get uh, reached out to by either DeWalt or Milwaukee? Uh, We haven't because they don't care about us. Uh, Anyway, he says, uh, I am a welder fabricator for my local zoo. So he's the guy that keeps tigers out. Mm. By the way. Speaking of tigers, uh, a friend of mine sent one of those really horrible videos. I can't get through this too many stories. He (laughs) sent me a video of a dude who climbed into a zoo somewhere over the welded rail and was mauled by tigers. And the whole video is like three minutes of this dude just getting torn apart by tigers. And he lived. So I sent it to my buddy Brian and I said, dude, you have to see this video. You know what he wrote back? No. Tigers doing tiger shit. <laughs> I'm like, well, I guess if you're going to climb over the uh, railing, you're probably going to see what tigers do. Tigers doing tiger shit. Yep. Uh, anyway, uh, I actually decided to go into welding after I saw Aaron Coffin building an F100. I've been listening to you guys since episode one. That's a lot of episodes. That's a lot of us. Thank you for that, by the way. And I've looked forward to my Monday mornings ever since. So I have one question. How does one start going to SEMA? I know it's a manufacturer show, and you have to work for a company that's affiliated with aftermarket car and truck parts. Or He UGD just media. answered his question. <laughs> I know. Since you two have gone to so many SEMAs, I just thought I'd ask. Uh, yeah, you have to be affiliated with somebody in the industry. Or media. Or media. Start of log. There you go. There you go. <laughs> uh, a little about my trucks. Holman will like these. I still have my very first truck, a 90... 90- oh. What did we just what? talk about? Yeah. I still have my very first truck, a 93 Ford Ranger Extended Cab 405 speed I've owned since 2013. It's a solid axle swap sitting on Dana 30 out of an XJ with 33s. Go get yourself a 44 already. Uh, in the near future, I'm going to make it into an extended cab long bed and try to shoehorn a 4.9 liter <laughs> straight six out of an OBS F-150. Why? 
Oh, because why not? He's answering his question, or my question. Everyone does 5-liter or LS swaps, so I thought it'd be different. My other truck is my dream truck, a 68 Ford F100 regular cab short bed. I have that dream truck, too. It doesn't run. That I picked up in Nashville from a diehard Chevy guy that couldn't have gotten rid of it fast enough. That will get the Crown Vic swap and a 4.6 and 5-speed of the Mustang and go fast parts after that. Thanks for everything you guys do. I love listening to you two go back and forth and lightning. The audio is perfect. And... Five stars! Wait, 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 wait a minute. We're, we're supposed to wait. Should we do it here? Are we going to break our rule and do the five well, star? We haven't done any reviews because we need more reviews from people. We do need reviews. Guys, can you give us a five star review on Apple, please? Yeah. It'd be really sweet. All right, if let's you did. do it. Well, because in lieu of that, we'll All do it. Right, let's do it. Ready? Right. One, two, three. Five stars! Oh, sweet. All right. This one is from RB and it's titled No Tats NFW SEMA Athon. Ram versus Titan and mailing address. Oh, my God. I mean, that was just a subject line, and I'm tired. <laughs> I love Ray. Here we go. Sean, I'm with you on the no tat thing. Thank you. It's pointless for me to say stay strong because you clearly are that already. Yeah, because Lightning was trying to make me get a buddy tat with him, and I'm like, no. Lightning, you will never break, Sean. <laughs> that, it pegs. It pegs your personal suckage meter when you try to drag Sean down with you, you to get ink Thank when you. it is clearly against his will. <laughs> He's very he, serious. Don't worry. He breaks me in other ways every <laughs> single does. week. The SEMA-thon episodes were incredible. It was amazing. You two worked all night long and on your weekend and on the next day to get them out in a timely manner. After being away from home and on a dead run for an entire week beforehand, congratulations and thank you. As one who has done a lot of booth duty at trade shows in my younger days, including keeping machine tools running on the show floor, pay no attention to the man behind the curtain, I'm glad that Lightning finally got to experience booth duty. Booth duty sucks. There's, <laughs> there's no way to sugarcoat it. I've been waiting for well over a year to order a new Ram 1500 Laramie Longhorn, but I have to admit that I now know in my heart that I at least need to check out the 2020 Nissan Titan before I decide which to buy. Believe it or not, waiting to see the 2020 Nissan will be a bit of a hardship for me, but in a way that most guys would kill for. My wife reminds me weekly that I should have ordered the Ram over a year ago. I decided to wait for the 2020 EcoDiesel to see if it was any good. And she's tired of me not getting a truck. A problem that's good to have, but I am now torn between the current Ram 1500, the upcoming EcoDiesel, and now the 2020 Titan. No worries, I'll figure it out come Q1 2020. Great work, man. Please keep it up, Ray. Oh, I got one here from uh, Justin Helmendaller, who is uh, one of our... I would say vibrant and uh, regulars. Hel Helman Dollar is yes. his last name? That's yes. so made up. I think you've said that every time that he's written us. Uh, it says, story time. He says, let me take you way back one of the first dozen episodes of one of the best podcast shows. Oh, Joe Rogan? Chapter, yeah. <laughs> chapter one. Okay. The following scene is a dramatization because I'm not going back to use exact quotes. Insert harp music lighting here. I'm there amazed you, you had that yeah. uh, sound effect ready to go, go right. in the chamber. All right, uh, are you ready for this? Y'all ready for this? Should I use our voices or should I use our voices or other people's voices? Uh, use someone else's. Okay. Did you just say that rad is my word? No, rad is my word. I've always used it. I've used it before you were even thought of. I invented the word. It's mine. This went on for a few minutes. Then they agreed it's the show's word or some crap. Chapter two. A couple of shows ago. Again, dramatization. That thing belongs on a shirt. What? Podcast good host bad. Yeah, 
Okay, I'm writing it down. Me thinking as I just heard this exchange, no, podcast rad, host bad. Crap. Now I'm going to have to write another email, but hey, at least the Texas flag is and has some use already. Because <laughs> you know, I slept on in the it. couch over there right now. Thanks, guys, and discuss amongst yourself about how y'all missed that golden nugget, and if or when they get made, send me one or two stickers, please. P.S. I don't always say LOL. Sometimes things I say can be taken seriously. It happened on my other email. Just know everything I send y'all is all in good fun. Thanks for the long hours that takes to bring us the best quality podcast out there. Thank you, Justin. Your flag is uh, in loving hands. Uh, or wrapped around my body when I'm naked. <laughs> How, why would you disparage Texas like that? Uh, you know what's funny about that? <laughs> not everything is bigger in Texas. No, it's Flag. not. <laughs> Trevor says, shocks in his uh, subject line. Big help, Holman, to go through just a teaser of shocks. Certainly did not confuse me and, in fact, help clear some things up. So thank you, for uh, Sean, for doing that. Uh, uh, you're welcome. Okay, good. All right. So I love the idea of having many deep dives on subjects. Make that a new segment, please. And you've threatened to discuss LS swaps, and that could be a candidate for a deep dive with the boys at Tilden Motorsports. Tilden Motorsports. Have we heard of them? Yes, we have. Okay, so yes, we have. Anyways, my point about shocks. Other than the general quest to broadly know more keeps coming up as I daydream about different truck builds, namely a Carly-equipped F-250 and how they have killer shocks and coil setups, but also after coil conversions. Other than bling, when's it actually necessary to step up to each level? Or Camberg's 2.5 Fox DSC remote resi coilovers, would slapping those over an otherwise stock F-150 be more shock than you could ever drive to? Is it only for go fast or would slow rock crawling benefit as well? I guess when it comes down to it is, in this day and age of social media showcasing all the crazy high-end builds and fancy parts, what do I actually need to fit my use case? Keep up the good work, and I look forward to hearing the mini deep dives and the jingle you make for it. Thank you, Trevor. Uh, did he have a question that we need to answer it was there? Basically, just so here's what I got out of it. Thank yeah. you for doing the mini deep uh-huh. dive. Yeah, I still don't know what I need to buy for my truck. By That's the way, what Trevor wrote. I'm laughing about Tilden because Kevin has been on our show before. Oh, <laughs> at from Tilden? Yes, I don't recall interviewing anyone from Tilden. It was uh, Kevin Stearns from uh, Pacific Fabrication, which is mm. tied in with Tilden. He was on the show. We keep telling, we keep threatening he's going to come back for the LS swap. I'd like to have him on and my buddy Lawson Mullica from AEM who does all the- um, The electronics. Compu- yep. Sure. For all the LS and Coyote swaps. And so both of those guys are, uh, they're on they're on the hook for coming in. We just got to get past the holidays so we can make it happen. Gotcha. So, uh, all right. Going back to Trevor's question here. So he says- uh, I don't know how to unpack that because Trevor just wants an answer. And I knew this when you did it the first time. Trevor just wants to know what should he buy and we can't tell him. That's the problem. The best thing for you to do is to uh, call Jerry at Camberg or call Carly and tell him what your needs are. And then have But I them... don't think he knows what his needs are. That's the problem. That is it, it, that is and he is indicative it, of a lot of guys who just don't know what they need. I will tell you that a quality shock is not just for high speed. It works in a lot of other places. I want to say you can't really have too much shock. That's actually not true. But in terms of quality or an expensive shock or setup, have more shock than you need because then you can go do anything you want to do and it'll be comfortable and it'll be higher quality. And or just listen to our reliable. show because we provide a, uh, more shock than you need. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I'm shocked at how bad we are. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I've got one here from Jonathan. I cannot say his last name. 
I'm going to butcher this. Let I'm going to apologize. Let me see it. Let All right. Me see it. Jonathan's last name is. <laughs> uh huh. It's Schoinard. 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 Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's spelled C H O U I N A R D. Schoinard. Schoinard. Okay. I would have uh, pronounced it. Schoinard. I like Schoinard. It sounds when, when you're leaving a dinner with uh, a bunch of uh, computer programmers. You're Chow like, nerd. Chow nerd. Yeah, okay. Well, <laughs> Jonathan, uh, just like we have uh, given our friend uh, Trucker. Trucker Jones. Trucker Jones, a, uh, you're now uh, Jonathan uh, Chownerd. Chownerd? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we're, naming our, uh, we're naming our listeners. I don't think he appreciates that. No, uh, he doesn't. He says, uh, hey, Lightning Holman, I'd like to apologize for the lack of clarity on my email about the green and yellow diesel pumps out at the pilot station. I didn't realize that there could be any confusion. Both the green and yellow pump at the station are regular old 40 cetane number two diesel. What? That is crazy. He I says, don't know. And I think the different colored handles were due to laziness on the part of the ordering manager rather than any difference in diesel. Which brings me to my pet peeve about diesel infrastructure. It seems like 80% of the time there's some idiot with a Kia that parks in front of the only diesel pump at the station and it takes forever to waddle back from getting their big gulp and Cheetos. All the while, I'm sitting there idling next to four open gasoline pumps. Six pumps. Seven pumps that are open. Six pumps that are open. And she picks the one with the diesel. There she is. Yep. Ah, that yep. always happens, though. It's like I just need, uh, I just need that one pump, and you're parked there. Mm-hmm. Not even using any gas. At, well, here's the other thing: if you don't need gas or diesel at all, park in the non-fuel stalls. Right. Yep. Anyway. Yep. Four, five, six pumps. Seven pumps that are open. Yeah. Six pumps that are open. No, I've seen that more than and once. She picks the one with the diesel. All right, because of this, as much as I love diesels, I think my next truck is going to be a gas-powered one. My wife's BMW X5 is diesel, and we both love the fuel efficiency and torque. However, I think my 05 F250 6.0 broke her spirit after $12,000 in repairs, and now she's scared of diesel pickup trucks. She's pushing me toward an F150 with EcoBoost, and if I'm being honest, that's all the truck I actually need. Diesel appropriateness doesn't factor in the heart. That's actually kind of funny. <laughs> he says, uh, what really excites me is the new Ford Tremor. I wish you guys were able to talk more about it during your interview with Ford. I guess I'll have to wait till January to find out your driving impressions, but I'm super excited about the fuel economy of the 7.3. My 1978 F-150 gets 8 to 9 miles per gallon on a good day with the 400M. The 4.6 that people are comparing the 7.3 to got worse. Thanks again for the great coverage of so many different types of trucks and the way people use them. I enjoy tuning in during my commute every Monday morning. Jonathan, uh, no problem. And we might actually have some of that. And we might actually have some of that info from Truck Trends Pickup Truck of the Year earlier than the Ford embargo because they're allowing us to release the story a little bit sooner. So if we oh, are really? able to do that, uh, we will have drive impressions on the new Super Duty before anyone else. Mm-hmm. And uh, this week, uh, I think I mentioned I'll be out at Four Wheeler of the Year, so we'll be testing all the off-roady trucks. Off-roady. Uh, yeah, as opposed it's to- It's very manly off-roading. Yeah, in uh, Truck Trend, we do more towing and things like that, and four-wheeler, we do a lot more off-roading to kind of compare uh, off-road packages and skid plates and tow hooks and all the fun stuff there. So getting into, uh, we have 11 trucks again, a slightly different mix than what we had for uh, Truck Trend. Like we had a Gladiator Sport S for Truck Trend. We have a Gladiator Rubicon for four-wheeler. We also have a new uh, diesel JL Wrangler that I'm really excited about. Ooh. So We've been dying to know how that is out on the trail. I know it. I know it. And I know we had Vern on to talk about it, but I get to drive it finally. So. Yeah, but what, Vern wasn't really doing some any serious off-roading, right? Sure. I mean, I mean they, was they, it, yeah, they did, they did uh, out at Sand Hollow. That's a no-joke area. Like, we were talking about it during his interview. Is there a sign that says no-joke area? No-joke. 
Um, you know, during his interview, he was talking about he was surprised that Jeep actually brought people there because you usually have pick a place with the lowest common denominator. And those of us magazine guys who are used to the uh, off-road world and doing stuff a little bit harder get bored real easy. And, mm. and that was actually pretty challenging. But we'll be doing a bunch of stuff on four-wheeler of the year this week. So if you guys have any uh, questions about that, hit us up on our socials at Truck Show Podcast. Or truckshowpodcast at gmail.com. And I'll do my best to answer any of those. I'll, uh, I'll post some stuff this week, too. We love your emails. Keep them coming. Truckshowpodcast at gmail.com. Truckshowpodcast at gmail.com. And while you're sitting on your phone, just hit up Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review, won't you? Please, come on. Seriously now. Right now. And by the way, we have a ton of emails and voicemails of uh, Know Your Notes. We have not given up on the segment. We've just been super busy <laughs> with a hundred other things. So yeah. uh, we'll be doing uh, that hopefully uh, in the next show or two. That's, uh, so do we want them to email them to us? The, the Yeah, that seems, that seems to be working. So what you're doing is you're taking your phone, you're using your voice notes recorder on your phone. Everyone has one now. And you're recording your truck. And we're going to guess what it is, what the engine is, et cetera. So email that to us. And then- do we want them to put the Yeah, you got to yeah, put you gotta yeah. put what it is. You got to put what it is. Yeah, right. But you can do it in a separate email if you want. That way we can guess. We'll put it in and I'll make home and guess and he'll make Yeah, there we guess, go. That type of thing. All good. Okay. All right, so we haven't forgotten about that. All right, what's next? We have uh, our friend Jimmy from California Car Cover with uh-huh. some helpful holiday hints. Okay. Hello. Jimmy, Lightning and Holman Truck Show Podcast. Hey Jay, how are you doing? Fantastic. Good. Nice to nice to talk to you and catch up. Absolutely. Which uh, which intro should we play for Jimmy here? Ooh, uh, pull up a car cover. Pull up. No, we don't have pull up a car cover. How about? Um, yeah. Oh, I know, I know. In the uh, car detailing department, we don't have that oh. jingle. We have okay. uh, we have pull up a stool. Oh. We have uh, <laughs> we have we have who dis? You want to do who dis? Oh, oh, I know. Who dis was all this cool stuff for your car? <laughs> all right. Okay. No, <laughs> the truck show. <laughs> Who this? Who the hell is this? A truck show interview you don't want to miss. We talk to top dogs in the industry. How'd you blow up? How'd you come to be? Who this? Who this? Truck show represent. Now, see, we got, uh, we're playing who this because Jimmy has been in and around the automotive aftermarket, I think, your your whole life, pretty much, Jimmy. Is that correct? It is. Yes, definitely my whole life. Uh, car shows when I was, uh, you know, a baby and handing out catalogs when I was five years old and he was Definitely also uh, one of our first guests. It's true. Way back when. Yeah, oh, he went out awesome. on a limb, right? And no. he had... <laughs> Hey, it's fun. I had a great time. I actually didn't want to leave the show last time. So <laughs> it, was, it was a good time. And... I appreciate that. We should say in advance, I called Jimmy and I said, hey, you have so much stuff on your website that's not just car covers. Any chance we can get a discount code for our listeners? And of and? course, yes, yes is the answer. Oh, just like last yeah, year. Always, Love always. It. 10% <laughs> off site-wide for all of our listeners. Truck Show is the discount code for 10% off for the entire site through the month of December. And here's the yeah. thing. Here's why I wanted to have on Jimmy because, yes, they make <clears> the best <throat> car covers. And I'm not just saying that because I've gone through like eight. Oh, every vehicle I own has one. And now Holman is the proud owner of one as well for his Ford F100. But mm-hmm. – you have so much more on your site that is perfect for holiday, and I think we have so many listeners that have dads, sons, wives, hey, daughters. Yes, uh, you might want to tell people it's a calcarcover.com. Oh, did I not say that? <laughs> yeah, sorry, glossed right by the important part. I was too uh, too excited. In yes. case you're following along at home, head on over to uh, calcarcover.com, and like we were talking about, he's got so much different stuff. It's not just car. Now, granted, he makes some of the best car covers in the business. Period. 
But what's awesome is all the other stuff that goes with well, it. Well, so for example, uh, I think three Christmases ago, I bought myself, because that's the way I, I roll, um, a diamond plate uh, a trash can for my garage, which is yes. it's like a three-foot-tall trash can with a swinging top, which is yep. bitching. Um, I also found myself going to car shows a lot, so I picked up a really cool set of folding chairs. You're like, wait, I could go to Home Depot, but you can't get the stuff that he sells. And there, there are unique items, Jay. You're right, because we're kind of focused for, for the car industry, and we're all used to going, whether it's a hot rod or a big truck, or, you know, trucks are so popular off trucks these days, but, you know, 32 Ford, a Corvette doesn't have a lot of space, so we have you know, chairs that fold down to the size of a briefcase. There's always unique items coming along because they're car enthusiasts and, um, you know, always new ideas as well. Yeah, I mean, products. I'm seeing like so, you've everything unique. from tonneau covers, truck racks, van racks. Uh, you've got billet accessories, license yes. plate frames, mud guards, mud flaps, um, yes. all the way down to like, I, I, you know, something else I funny I bought from him? An Uga horn. Oh, yeah. for what car? <laughs> Very uh, popular. I bought I bought it for my dually because I thought it would be funny. It would be funny. And yeah. I don't know where I think I still have it in the plastic. I haven't I haven't put it on yet. Uh, I know a '66 Chevy that that thing would be great on. That is where I yeah. should put it. Yes, my dollar and truck. There's so many uh, wires in that thing. Just hook it up to two of them. And see what oh, happens. Jimmy, you don't know this, but I got a uh, a '66 Chevy C20 uh, for a dollar. Awesome. For a dollar. A dollar. A dollar. Well, well it's oh, worth every sure. bit of that dollar, Jimmy. <laughs> has to be a good story behind it. <laughs> yes. The other categories that you have, car care and detailing. So tell me, yes. Jimmy, you, you have a couple of different lines. Um, anything special we should know if I – because that's a great gift that I can get anybody uh, you know, for, for it, any car truck. For, for sure. The, the things that are most popular this time of the year are, are like the little kits that we have, whether it's our California car duster. Uh, for those that have heard of that or um, or used one or own one, that's one of our most popular items year round, but a top seller during uh, during Christmas and gift season. And uh, we have a lot of different kits. You can get a big one, a small one, a large, which we call a super duster for a truck or SUV. Um, those items are popular and the car care kits. So you don't really have to do a lot of thinking. You can say, oh, this kit's for this, this is for that. We have it all separated on the website. Makes it simple, you know, so you can get through the process and the gift uh, quickly so those are the uh, popular items now you've got a whole page dedicated to mm-hmm. vacuums yeah and so i don't when i go to calcarcover.com and i'm not thinking i need to get a vacuum but why vacuums you know that started with again the auto enthusiast and detailing cars so we, we want something unique and just the high the highest quality and actually our most popular brand is called metrovac metropolitan back they've been around uh, for a hundred years and they're just like the best quality you know it's like when we get our cars and trucks they're not just driven off a lot we want to make them special we add something make them better so this is like a hot rod vacuum just higher quality better than <laughs> than the usual stuff the so, hot rod um, vacuum <laughs> yeah. yeah by the way i'm exactly. going to see hot rod vacuum they're playing at they, the troubadour i yeah. thought so yeah, yeah. wow yeah. but you know what they don't suck <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I heard they do. Uh, do they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now you've got everything from like car dollies. Um, you've got garage flooring. So yeah. what is what is another popular category that we should be looking at for gift giving? Probably the collectibles and gifts this time of year, um, because there's stuff that you can use like in the man cave, in the garage, in your shop. Uh, some great things like signs to hang on the wall, neon signs. Uh, memorabilia, things like that to kind of decorate your space a little bit. Um, a lot of truck-related items in brands, all the major brands, you know, uh, uh, vehicle brands, Chevrolet, GM, Ford, Dodge, Toyota, 
everything. And um, those are like the hot sellers that are flying off the shelf uh, this time of year. Dude, Holman, and, um, I'm looking at a, a Roush uh, performance red neon clock. That's yeah. pretty badass. I'm looking at a Goodyear tires neon. So I'm looking at. Yeah. <gasps> oh, yeah. dude, look at that. I'm Shelby looking at racing. I'm looking at the uh, yes. car capsule. Right. Oh, the car capsule. Car capsule. Yeah. Very, very popular this time of year as well for winter storage. You know, anything for a car enthusiast, whether you're decorating your your home or shop, garage, <laughs> office, or oh. protecting your car oh, wait, truck. It's, no, it's I on need, the website. I so. need a car capsule in my front yard. You do because you <laughs> have eight cars. You know, the, the world's most white trash house, you and then would, you uh, added that truck out front. And you, How oh. funny would it be <laughs> if there was oh. a, a completely rusted out 1966 Chevy Inside truck a car capsule? in a car capsule. Honestly, no. Well, in my driveway. Yeah, but then you send those pictures to Jimmy because that, that would probably blow up on social. Like, why yeah, is he protecting it, this? Well, look, there's car capsules that are clear and there's ones that are solid. So oh, he needs on a solid what that one. truck looks like, okay? No, it's got to If you have a solid one, your property values won't go down because they'll assume something really good is inside. <laughs> there, there you go. But yes, I, yeah. I need the comedy factor. I want people to go like, why is he protecting this thing? What's uh, up? <laughs> I want the uh, Jeep 4x4 neon sign for my garage. Yeah. That's, that's oh, a solid yeah. choice right there. You're not interested? Stuff. That was a new this year. How about the Raptor neon sign? That's also brand cool. new, brand new this year. Yeah, a lot of every truck brand uh, is is licensed and available. Where the hell do you answer. find this stuff, Jimmy? You know, I, a lot of the shows. Yeah, I know. I think uh, you attended SEMA this year. A lot of our vendors attend those uh, uh, shows, and we also travel to shows like that all over the world, looking for unique products because you have to have something different. And you know, we always want the best quality, and um, you just have to really look around and travel, find those companies, and. This is the best neon sign company that we've ever found called Neonetics, and they have so many logos, all licensed, best quality, last for years. Um, so that's that's where we find them at the shows. There's like so much stuff in here that here, you would never have thought about. Like here's, could, what yeah. here's what I'm buying. Here's what I'm buying. I'm not joking. Whiteside under dash creeper. Yeah. I have hurt my back so many times when I'm laying on my back, so my legs are outside. The doors open. My legs are on the outside. And yeah. it's kind of like upside-down planking. I always and imagined I, you on top. Yeah, see what you did there? <laughs> and yeah. my, my, the middle of my back is on the door sill, and I'm under the dash wiring an alarm or whatever I'm putting in, and it hurts right. so bad, and you have this creeper so I could lay on it and work upside-down with my head under the dash, and it's only 100 bucks. Yes, yeah, another a super popular gift. Poopapa. Isn't that unique? That, that A car enthusiast thought of that. Whiteside is owned by a car enthusiast, and we found that at a – show years ago and uh, and he keeps coming out with new products because he actually works on his cars so another unique product like you like you said you would use that we do and on the race cars and hot rods see that's yeah. what puts him you know entrepreneurs like him in a whole different class you just bitch about it this guy actually goes and makes a product that makes money off of whatever was he was complaining about yeah it's amazing yeah that's you know car enthusiast i mean always find a way right make it a little bit nicer a little bit faster it's it's a really neat market now, Jimmy, uh, you're industry. out. So we t we talked that you've been, you know, in and around cars your whole <laughs> life. But you race. Is it sportsman class at NHRA? It it is, and specifically called Superstock and uh, NHRA drag racing. And actually, the season just wrapped up uh, just uh, two weeks ago, and uh, another great year, thankfully. And uh, I, I race a, a Chevrolet Cobalt and Superstock, and it's a lot of fun. You know, it's uh, we race with a lot of our friends and customers. And uh, just have a great time. Uh, have a booth at a lot of the races and the car shows. 
And uh, yeah, I've been doing it since 1995, so time flies. Holman, you should see his car. It's it's dope. When you say like a Chevy Cobalt, you can't really picture in your head, but it's right. it's rad. You're right. That's I should yeah, I should have um, uh, expanded on that. Yeah, they completely redo them. It's now a real world drive car with you know 15 inch wide slicks in the back. Yeah, we just call it a Chevy. I race a Chevy. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's it's really awesome. Uh, Definitely, uh, probably the favorite car I've ever driven uh, out of our stable, and really, really enjoy it. Can't are, I already can't wait for next season to start it. What are some of the top times, Jimmy, in that car? You know, in that particular car, we run eight and a half seconds at 150 in the quarter mile. Nice. Um, so it, it's fast. I mean, it feels very fast to me. Um, of course, you see some of the ones on TV that are going 300 and. I enjoy watching those, but uh, I, I would never set foot in one. That's a totally, totally <laughs> different market there. So I had the same um, uh, experience earlier today when uh, Lightning tried to get me to uh, jump in his '66 uh, for the first time. With, come on! Without any, uh, nobody knew if the brakes worked. That they had been sitting for like five years. You could see yeah. the highway through the floorboards. Goes, Where's the daredevil? I I married Holman. <laughs> <laughs> She's at home. No, I'm talking about you. Bedroom. <laughs> yeah, no, that uh, takes. Uh, I got kids. Brave to hop on a vehicle like that for sure <laughs> on, a, on a rainy uh, southern california day so. well that and my tetanus shot wasn't up to date either so <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a good, good point wait that one out yeah so so much to uh so much to peruse here on calcarcover.com we should i i know that last time we talked to you was a bunch of episodes ago but we should revisit car covers because that is the main focus of the website um or at least that's how it started and the car covers there are other brands out there and i've tried them no that's not true my family has tried them because they didn't know that i knew you and so my brother my father they've bought some of the other brands and two Mm -hmm. years later they disintegrate the threads you know the seams come apart whatever and these the ones that i've had i need the uh, california barbecue cover the barbecue, yeah. oh yeah, or yeah. the California patio uh, furniture cover because yes. all mine. Any cover, pretty much nowadays, turns, yeah, turns the dust after a few days in the uh, UV in the backyard. To walk us through just briefly. If I have sure. an old C10 that I that's that's cherry and I want to take care of, or right. I have not mine, I wouldn't put mine under it, but like something <laughs> worthy of a car cover, or I have a Camaro or something like that. Take us through what we should be looking at in price point and and like if sure. if it's garaged versus outside. Sure. You know, we, we do have a wide variety, but we're known for our custom fit car covers. Um, that's what we started with in 1989. And custom fit means made exactly for the year, make and model. So they fit perfect. It's not a general size that, you know, this covers 16 feet long and covers a 69 Camaro and a 2007 Mercedes and, and so on. Uh, they're very custom. We make them in the U.S., the best materials and a, a wide variety of materials. Um, sometimes someone's looking just to keep water out of the vehicle, perhaps an old truck, like you said, where you're getting a little bit of moisture inside, or uh, maybe it's something that was just painted. You keep it indoors and you want to keep it dust free. We have a wide variety of materials to you know, suit everyone's needs, uh, you know, from coast to coast. And we ship all over the world every day, different weather and everything. Um, but they're custom fit. There are different colors different types of material, some with nice flannel lining underneath, uh, you know, for the finest uh, uh, vehicles, like you saw at SEMA, Jay, uh, the show cars and the trucks. So, you know, uh, everything. And we even have the universals. We do have those as well that are, you know, 30 40 and $50. If you just want something to throw over for a weekend or need something quick like that. But uh, on the customs, that's our, our backbone. We have thousands in stock to ship the same day. And if it's something very unique, um, let's say a 1932 uh, Ford that's chopped, 
um, you know, we'll make a cover for it and ship it right out. So, yeah, when we were at home and we were walking through SEMA before they have the big unveilings, a lot of the guys with these high-end cars, um, they had the ones, the, the car covers that are form-fitting, they almost look like like uh, socks, the way they fit on super, yes. super tight. And yes. then more like the ones that I use because I don't have, I have a single car garage, so all my stuff it has to be sits outside, yeah. right? I have right. these, is it Stormweave, the ones that I have, Jim? It is. Uh, okay. Stormweave. Oh, there's a couple different ones. I think like on the Mini Cooper is a Stormweave, and then we have a, a Superweave is another great one, which is that very thin, silky fill material. Um, which works great, but those are our two most popular outdoor materials and, and work great. Um, you know, and like in Southern California, although we're getting some rain now, it's not uh, the biggest weather problem that the intense sun is, and it just ruins the paint, wheels, tires, uh, all the interior. Rubber. Yeah, all the rubber is gone. Absolutely, yeah. And by putting a cover on, you know, by spending, it uh, depends on the size of the vehicle, but, you know, two or $300 for a good custom cover, it'll take all of the abuse and, you know, your vehicle will look new several years down the road, keep the value and just look nice. I mean, we put so much into a new car or truck these days, uh, um, the price and then the accessories we all add. So it's nice to keep them brand new and, and, and worth the investment. Yeah, and size is no issue because they have them here for Suburbans. They put one. Well, you on had this, one on your big old dually. On my freaking dually, and yeah. it was the custom roof rack. And I had them go all the way down to the ground so people couldn't see what was under the damn thing. Right. All right, so calcarcover.com, yeah. 10% off through December with Truck Show. In the you put that in the the shopping cart at the you do the there's a, an area to enter a coupon in the shopping cart and and call us as well if anyone has any questions uh, give us a call uh, toll free uh, 800-423-5525. we're here to help like over the phones explain uh, um, each of the materials you know we're happy to walk through anything and uh, that code is good over the phone as well so awesome and, and again yeah. uh, you guys literally have everything for the uh, car and truck enthusiast so if you're looking for that yes. special uh, stocking stuffer or something special for that uh, truck guy that's hard to buy for you'll definitely want to check out cal car cover and uh, and see what they have Thank you for being so kind to our uh, audience again. We really appreciate always, it, Jimmy. Always, anything always. For, anything for friends. So great. thank you for even having us on. You got it. That's All right, great, we'll talk guys. soon. Thanks, Jimmy. Happy Have holidays. A great weekend. You guys, too. Have a great rest of the day. All right. Okay, awesome. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye-bye. Holman, everything comes back to mini trucks, doesn't it? It seems to be that. I, you know, when we started this podcast 99 episodes ago, <laughs> I, was that just you flexing yeah, for a second? Absolutely. <laughs> uh, I didn't really think of the influence mini trucks had on basically every single freaking person we've ever interviewed. Yet here we are. I mean, when we first spoke to Aaron Kaufman, yeah. for example, uh huh. How about I, Mike Finnegan? I didn't think that Aaron would would come back to mini trucking. He seemed like yep. he was just a an old farm truck restoration kind of guy. Yeah. And then it's mini trucking. How and, about Bobby is sadistic? There's so many guys. And I mean, we could go down the list. I know. Well, so a couple of years back, I don't know where I ran into Frank Newton, but Frank, maybe I saw his apparel, maybe he was at a clo- at a um, at an event. We we had a, a, a chat, and I learned that his pastime, his thing that he does every weekend, is he puts the family in the back of the truck, and he goes to a mini truck show. Doesn't matter where it is in the country, he hauls the family off. Really? How, like that's what if it's his five thing. days away. That's his thing. Wow. Let me play a piece of audio for you. Okay. Welcome to the Custom Life Vlog. If you're new to the channel, take two. Welcome to the Custom Life Vlog. If you're new to the channel, let me introduce myself. My name is Frank, and on this channel, we take you to car shows all over the country. And today, we're in Prim, Nevada for the Day to Remember show, one of our favorite shows of the year. 
So he has a vlog yeah. instead of a blog. Yeah. And that's what he does. And he's been doing it forever and ever. And he just rolls out to mini truck shows. Where's he based? He's based in the high desert, I think, halfway between where you and I are and Vegas. Okay. Somewhere in that vicinity. I'm a little bit intrigued because I would have figured he was based somewhere in the middle of the country where it would be very easy for him to home base and no, go do all these things. He's, he's not a West like, Coaster. He's not a hub and spoke kind of guy where he's in the middle and he's yeah. like going in different directions. No, he's traveling either north or east for everything. Okay. Well, we should give him a call. Hello? Yo, Frank, what's up? Lightning at Home and Truck Show Podcast. Hey, man. What's up, man? How you doing? Good, good. Hold on. You're in the club. We in the club. We in the club. We rolling deep. We rolling deep. We in the club. We in the club. We scraping streets. Scraping streets. Nothing. Lord. New. Old. Fast. Slow. We're in the club. Nothing. Lord. We don't get to play this jingle enough, dude. I do. I forgot we had yeah. this one. This one's good. Uh, yeah. Oh, if only we had some uh, some more bass. <laughs> uh, well, we've got uh, Sony headphones. They're not a lot of bass. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Not, uh, get some crappy bows or something for the bass. Uh, no highs and no lows. That's right. Just those <laughs> bows. Mr. Frank Noon, how you doing? I'm good, man. How you guys doing? Fantastic. So you and I have been uh, kind of trading uh, emails and texts back and forth for, I, it feels like, maybe 100 episodes now. Would you say that yeah, Frank is sure. uh, no highs and all lows? <laughs> yes, <laughs> a lot of that. Um, I'm all highs all the time. <laughs> so Frank is an interesting character. Now, Frank is, you're, you're, you're in a club, right? I am. I'm, I'm in Forbidden Fantasy. For, that's what I thought. So one of the biggest. Okay. Now, yeah. Frank I don't know what he does for a day job, but he has a clothing line, Custom Life. With a right? K. With a K, Custom Life. And you can Google it and find it. But where I think I found him is online on YouTube doing the Custom Life vlog. And I was looking through and he's just dozens and dozens and dozens of videos with him at car and truck shows. And I thought, how, how does he find the time to do all this stuff? And then he's got his family going with him. And it's just an interesting kind of life that he's just... Not a what's the right term? Not a vagabond. What? What's a, <laughs> what, he might be. I don't know. He's not a uh, gypsy. I'm, what do you What do you call someone who's just like always on the road attending events? Uh, wanderluster. A wanderlust. He's got yeah, wanderlust. Like How about that? Yeah, 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 I like that. All right. Yeah, so, yeah. That, that's what I do. That's that's my day job. That's what I do every day. Uh, we run our brand. We make videos. We travel all over the country. Other countries have been to Canada a couple times, and yeah, that's that's what I do. Wait, so that's your that's your real day job? That's my that's my job, dude. We're we're living wrong. <laughs> what? Rad. Wait a minute. Yeah, you're yeah. selling you're you're selling shirts and and vlogging on YouTube, and you're living well. Yeah. Well, I mean, as well as I can be, I guess. But yeah, yeah. That's that's what we did. Or that's what we do. You know, um, a long time ago, we we've been in in the truck scene and truck clubs since we were eighteen. And a long time ago, I decided that like I wanted to to since I was going to these shows anyway, I wanted to make a, a living doing it and. You know, I have some, you know, fabrication skills and, and different skills like that, but I didn't want to go that route. I wanted to do something kind of different. And so we decided to start our brand. And so you say we, who's the we, you and your wife? Uh, me and my wife, me and my wife, okay. me and my wife, Angie. You see her in the videos too. She's in the background. She's usually, you know, she's doing some filming and she's always in the back. So she's, don't, don't tell anybody, but she's the one who actually runs the show. 
<laughs> That's usually how it goes. I think yeah, he, I sure. ran into you last at, uh, I don't know, it was last year or the year before at uh, Lone Star Throwdown. And you were there yeah. brave in the rain with your wife and selling shirts. And I love the designs. They're all truck themed for the most yeah. part. Now, let's let's go back. So you have this the crazy cockamamie idea that we're going to make a living going to shows. And, yeah. your, and your wife looks at you and goes, you're going to get a job. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, no, she's, you know, like a, we kind of a backstory on us. We've, we've been together for 20 years. We met in high school and, and we've been together ever since. And so when she went off to college, I, I've already been into cars my entire life. So I was already a car guy, but you know, she went off into college and I joined a truck club. So, you know, there's my higher education, but right. <laughs> well, you had to do something but, uh, while she was gone. Right. So I joined a truck club and when she came back, you know, she, got into it she's she's into it too she she knows probably more about trucks than i do sometimes but again you know how many events do you attend per year if you had to guess um i say we hit at least a dozen shows a year um and they vary from size we will go to like a small one-day show you know local here in southern california or we'll go to a big three-day show like lone star um earlier this year we went to to maggieville north carolina that's a haul yeah that that was a mission you're so cal based right I'm sorry? You're SoCal-based. Yeah, yeah, we're in SoCal. Um, so we're in the high desert, which is sort of like out in the boondocks. But no, yeah, we're still in SoCal. Yeah, so th- that was a mission. That was a straight mission, going from SoCal to, to North Carolina. Now, and we did it in one shot. We just we got on the road and just started driving. It was like a 36-hour Oh, man, day. after my own heart. I <laughs> yeah. do, the, uh, do the same thing where it's like, uh, sleep be damned. I got to cross this country, and I'm going to do it in 40 hours. Yeah, yeah. You know, I usually travel... Um, with a buddy of mine, Brian from Grinder TV. So we usually do all these events together. So it's sort of like a team effort. He lives in Phoenix. So I'll leave the SoCal, go pick him up. And then from Phoenix is, is where we'll head out well, to wherever we're going. Let's face it, you got to stop at Cracker Barrel or Rudy's anyway on your way out. <laughs> so you might as well uh, stop. Oh, our, mission, our, hey, our mission is Bucky's in Texas. There that's you like, go. Oh, all right. That's, that's what we strive for. When we hit the road, we're like, we got to make it to Got to make it to Bucky's. Bucky's, Bucky's, Bucky's. <laughs> yeah, that, that, it, it, that would be yeah, on my list. Bucky's, that, that place is straight amazing. Dude, Bucky's is rad. I mean, you got, you know, all the stuff we don't have in so in SoCal, but I mean, you have uh, Cracker Barrel now up by you, but uh, think of all the things. We, got, we don't have Rudy's, we don't have Cracker Barrel, we don't, or excuse me, we uh, don't have Waffle House, we don't have uh I'm glad we Bucky's. don't have Waffle House. I know. You yeah, Waffle, Waffle, yeah Waffle, I don't know about Waffle House. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Waffle House just cardboard with syrup on it. Uh, Frankie can't be on the show anymore. <laughs> oh, now you get into the big debate, like, what is it, Waffle House versus, you know, IHOP. whatever we have. Or Dude, IHOP way better than Waffle House. No way. Yeah, no. way. Are you insane? You're IHOP only, no, way better. No, no. You're mental. Stop. That's, Come on, I hopped in a different category. That's a Denny's and a uh, and a Norm's category. But if, but if it's if it's waffle to waffle, there's no comparison. No, I'm, going, I'm, going, wa- I'm going Waffle House. Oh, that's ridiculous. I think people even in states that have Waffle Houses wouldn't vote for Waffle Houses. Uh, comments and suggestions, uh, chuckshowpodcast at gmail.com. All right. Hey, you, notice, you notice I'm not saying anything. I don't want to get wrapped up in that debate. <laughs> exactly. All right, so Frank, take us Wait, back. hold on. in and out or Whataburger? Oh, no. Well, I mean, I'm from SoCal, so you already know that. All answer, right, all right. But that has sparked some heated, heated debate. No doubt. We, we have a chapter in, in Houston, so, like, you, uh, we have a chapter in Houston and out. Dallas, so you could see how that causes a little bit of tension in the club. But, yeah, you know. but see, in and out as we know, it's like the sushi of hamburgers. It's, it's, it's greater than the sum of its parts. Uh, the, the, the flavors work so you go into a Whataburger, and it's like this big, damn, stupid menu. No, 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 no. 
Right? Stop, stop right, getting yeah. outside your core, people. The, the beauty is in 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 and out simplicity. I Absolutely. Think. Yeah. And That's the fact, it, no franchising. The same family owns all of them, and they won't go any further outside a day's distribution, so that everything's fresh every day at every store. That's true. Whataburger's not doing yeah, that. And that's dope. All right, you said. All right, let's go back. Let's hit the way way back machine and and go back to how did you get into mini trucking? Because you're you're an automotive enthusiast, but why slammed mini trucks? Yeah, it was, so I got into, into mini trucking in, in late 2000, uh, late 2000. It's like right after high school. And like I said, it, I've always been into cars. Uh, I actually started selling cars when I was like 13. Like I had a legit, you know, California salesperson's license. And so at my family years old? at 13. Yeah. My, my family had a vintage car dealership. So I kind of like, you know, you know, got my teeth on that and, and learned about cars and everything like that. So I was already pretty, you know, into cars and well-versed in cars, but after high school, I had this, uh, it was a, a, a 91 full-size OBS truck, and uh, I had to put on hydros. So I thought, you know, this is pretty cool. It's cruising around, and I kind of got bored with that. So I traded it for a uh, 97 S10, just a, you know, pretty simple shave bagged S10, cruising that around. And a guy hit me up, and he said, hey, man, you know, are you part of a club? And I was like, no, not really. And, you know, he introduced me to his club. Oh, and, that's when uh, you got jumped in. And, that's when I was in. and I was in that club for 13 years. What club was for it? For a long time. It was a club called Twisted Obsessions. And it was a local club here in the desert and a b- bunch of cool dudes. And, you know, I basically grew up with those guys. And uh, it, was, it was a lot of fun and went through a bunch of different trucks and stuff like that. And then about five, six years ago, um, got out of that and got into Forbidden. And I've been in Forbidden since then. Now was Forbidden the biggest club of its kind? Um, you know, the it's I would say it's probably one of the big three. You know, th- three or four. If I was to like say big clubs, I would say it would be like us, Sever Ties, No Regrets, um, Freaks of Nature, and there's all you know, there's other clubs like Sunset and stuff like that. So there's quite a few big clubs. Where's Negative you know? Camber on that? Are they? Uh, well, you know, I when when I talk about like Sever Ties, like Sever Ties, Negative Camber, I kind of you know, group those guys together. Lump them in one, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, Yeah, they're like sister clubs. So I kind of like, when I think of Sever Ties, I think of Negative Camber. So what's different about uh, Forbidden Fantasy from other clubs? Um, No, you know, not much. All the the clubs are pretty much the same. Um, It's just kind of like, you know, I had a friend a long time ago, uh, uh, a dude named Jap from Freaks of Nature. And um, he told me, he's all, you just kind of got to get in where you fit in, you know? So all these clubs are great you know i have friends in all these clubs and and we're all we all grew up together so like all these clubs we grew up together we did the same thing but eventually you kind of start realizing where you kind of like you know just you fit in you get in where you fit in so after a while i realized hanging out with forbidden on the shows i was like this is these are the guys i want to hang out with this is the club i want to be a part of now forbidden is known for some of the bigger shows correct it is and you know without being bragging or anything we do throw the largest west coast truck show and that's uh not not necessarily by numbers because there are shows that pull in bigger numbers than us but just as far as like you know uh excitement and and attendance and stuff like that is is we do throw throw quite a big show and that's it in the beginning of the year late april early march at the obby in laughlin what are the biggest uh west coast truck shows that are around anymore well, that's that's the thing is I don't. It's kind of hard to say. See, you know, um, yeah, Lightning and I have been talking about many. this for there's, months. There's our show, uh, you know, I'd have to say um, RA Relax Atmosphere uh, up in the Northwest with their show um, Relax in the Northwest. They're killing it right now. Like that show is a lot of fun. That's like 
one of the last like traditional three-day truck shows you know things have changed over the years truck shows in the past when we were younger they were all three-day truck shows so you'd go somewhere you'd camp for three days hang out you know party do all that stuff and kind of as we're getting older we're like you know now we kind of want to have a little more luxury so you know like our show is a is a three-day show but it's at a resort has tons of amenities you know you got a you got a bed you got a shower all the restaurants and bars and everything like that everything's right shower there. Well, bed restaurant yeah, ah! I know, right? Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, when you're young you don't care man like when i was young and we'd go to a truck show it was just like you go you like kind of set up a tent you know have a ton of fun and then wherever you end up you end up <laughs> but that's getting you know it's getting a little rougher nowadays but but relaxed atmosphere up in uh, up in Oregon, their their show that is like a traditional three day mini truck show. You know, you're camping, you're hanging out. It's a lot of fun. Which stuff. brings me to my next question, Frank. I mean, you're in the middle of what still exists as the old mini truck scene. What is the state of mini trucking today in 2019, going into 2020? You know, it's, it's it's really interesting. You know, I I hear a lot of people say about like the mini truck scene is dying or or it's not like it used to be. I like just I disagree with all that. Well, I let's think face the, it. The scene now none of us is, are how we used to be. Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, nothing is like how it was. But like, I think the scene now is is, you know, just as good or better. You know, like it's it's kind of interesting. So, you know, when we were younger, you know, building these trucks, we just we didn't have we had great visions, but we didn't have a lot of like skill or, or, you know, finances to, to make it happen. So when we were younger, it was just like, you know, chop and drop, get as low as you can, just cut it up. And now as, as we've, you know, kind of gotten older and kind of got farther in our careers and stuff like that, our visions have, have sort of like, you know, come together. And now the trucks being built are just insane. They're just such high quality. So and, you know, I, I really think that the scene now is, is really solid. So let's talk about that for a second. Are you seeing recycles of old truck builds where guys are getting nostalgic and building that 1990 Toyota or that hard body that they lusted after as kids? Or are you seeing some of the new, I guess, midi-sized trucks, whether it's a Colorado or still a Tacoma or a Ranger? Those new vehicles have come back. Is anybody building those newer versions, or is it all throwback to what we had it's, when we were kids? You know, I, I think it's it's mostly throwbacks nowadays. Like, nowadays, like, people we all went through these weird phases. So like, you know, you guys know, like when you get into, you know, cars, you kind of take one or two routes in the beginning, you either go mini trucks or Volkswagens. Right. And so, you know, I, I can speak more to the mini truck side of it. So, you know, buying mini trucks, building them, and then you, you know, your tastes kind of change. And, you know, we as a scene have kind of went through a bunch of different changes from like, you know, straight mini trucks to full size trucks to like Cadillacs to hot rods and, you know, everything in between. And I really think now people are starting to get nostalgic for that, that old school mini truck feel. So people are going back to building, you know, yeah, that, that 94, you know, standard cab Toyota that they had when they were in high school and like kind of going back to that whole, you know, gap thing is their, their taste, you know, well, their taste has always been there, you know, like the, the taste to build cool trucks has always been there, but there's that gap between when you start and where you want to be. And I think over the years, we as a scene have kind of closed that gap to where now our skills and our finances and everything has caught up with that. And now we can really build what we wanted to build 20 years ago. And you're really seeing that, like there's trucks out there that are almost like Riddler quality, like hot rod, high hot rod quality trucks. Um, Max uh, over at Bio Customs, 
And um, how about the guys that like Fat Fabs or Little Shop, things like that, where they're making CAD, yeah, little, CAD designed frames? Yeah, yeah, Little Shop is a really good example. You know, that I don't know if you've seen the truck that they built, the, the Ford Ranger that they built. That no, thing no, was, they have uh, a, they, they built a, two dualies, a 15 and a 17 that I've lusted after. The, the yeah, 15 yeah. or 16. Uh, it was a Duramax, and it was just so bitching. The frame, it's, it's insane. The frame yeah, was they're... every bit as good or better than something you'd see at the Roadster shop. It was, well, it was a, and it was a, and, a slam truck. And go back to even the conversations we've had with Barrett Jackson and some of the auction houses lately, where minis are starting to come across the line and command, you know, some pretty serious numbers, considering they're not that old, or we feel like they're not that old because we don't feel that old, right? right. <laughs> I guess that's true. <laughs> or something yeah. like that. Now, but yeah, the... Frank, though, like. Yes, so you, what you're saying is a lot of guys our age, so in your 30s, 40s, whatever, you're, you're getting nostalgic, you can afford the truck that you never could then, or you maybe you sold it and you rebuy it, something like that. But what yeah. I'm seeing as by me um, is that Irwindale Speedway, uh, which is just across the uh, freeway from where I work, on Thursday mm-hmm. nights you can drive anything you want on, on the 8th mile track. And I see a lot of short box, standard cab, slammed Silverados. And yeah, that's a that's a whole nother truck scene that like it's kind of, you know, we've always had we use kind of mini trucking as like a blanket term for for what we do. You know, like I said, like people just don't build mini trucks. So they build full size trucks and old cars and everything like that. The, the kind of scene that you're talking about is a completely different scene. And those are like the the static drop, you know, full size Chevys that are, you know, they're high horsepower, fast trucks. You know, like I don't really associate that with our scene. Our scene is more custom you know bagged body drop big wheels that kind of stuff you know and kind of to go back to about that the little shop thing like yeah little shop is building some amazing you know those dualies are are insane how those are built but also they built uh a dude named pasquale his ranger that thing the detail on that is the same detail in those dualies but in a ford ranger you know and because that dude had a ford ranger when he was young and now that he he could put the effort and, and time into it, he built it into the, you know this amazing looking mini truck. So what are you driving right now, Frank? Uh, uh, I personally, so I have a '94 Forerunner, and uh, that's been my project for the last you know I'd say about five years. We've been working on that <laughs> truck. It kind it's kind of interesting how that truck came about because, like I said, I've had you know many many trucks over the years since I started, and uh, you know early on I kind of went into this thing where I just wanted just wanted a truck so like you know i had my s10 i traded that for a mazda that was all painted and then i really wanted a body drop truck so i traded that for another truck and i sort of like traded down for a long time and then so when i got my my forerunner um which was kind of it was just lowered at the time which is that it takes a lot of work to to get it just lowered because it's actually a 94 toyota forerunner on a 92 two-wheel drive pickup chassis so i had already got it with that chassis swap done and so when I got it, I was like, you know what, I'm, I'm tired of like, you know, getting other people's stuff and like dealing with all this like hacked up crap. So I, this truck, I'm going to build it from the beginning. I'm going to do everything the way I want to do it and and right. I know it's done correctly. So this, this truck is actually after being in it for so many years, this is my first truck that I've actually built, you know, from scratch. And and by me, I, I didn't build it personally. Like, you know, I, I you know, Bobby at Sadistic Ironworks, he did the chassis. I think uh, Bobby it. does every really good chassis right yeah, pretty much bobby, at, at least yeah, in bobby's socal great. yeah bobby's great yeah uh, he 
he built the, the chassis. Um, More importantly, he, how long ago did he do it? Does he? Because he's sort of into the exotics now. Yeah, you know what? I I have to say that my truck is actually I think one of the last mini trucks to relax at Stung Ironworks. To be honest with you, you know. So and it, it yeah, he kind of moved on to that that exotic stuff, which is cool. Like some of that stuff is pretty amazing. But you know, we're we're mini truckers, man. We like trucks. Well, and and he's following the money too. You know what I mean? The stature and the money. Oh, because for sure. I mean, a guy with a Lamborghini, uh, it's got a little more discretionary income than than a guy with a a ninety four Forerunner. For sure, for sure. But you know, like I gotta say though, like sometimes if if there was like a you know a cool looking Ferrari and my truck sitting side by side, like a lot of the guys might seem like, oh man, that Forerunner's cool. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> At <laughs> least our guys. Cool Ferrari. But man, did you see that Forerunner? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Now is is it all the way on the ground? Is it is it laid it is. out? It, it lays it lays flat frame. Uh, it's, it's not a cover a photo like, on Facebook. Huh? It's your cover photo on Facebook. Uh, yeah, yeah. Custom life. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's a lot of people think it's bodied. It, it's actually not. It's it just lays frame. Um, but like I said, so forerunners are a very unique vehicle. And like getting into that truck, I really didn't know. I just know. So I, look, I have two kids, so I wanted to build a truck that you know I could cruise around, have my kids in it. So I went to Bobby and I said, told him what I want to build. And he started off the conversation saying, all right, well, this is what you got to do. You have to find a forerunner you like, and then we have to find another truck so we can swap the frames out because the four, <laughs> uh, the forerunners are the two wheel drives and four wheel drives are both built on a four wheel drive chassis. So they're hard. They're, they're not that easy to bag and they wouldn't lay out all the way. So I was kind of discouraged. I was like, okay, you know, all right. So, you know, kind of went along. And then a friend of mine from Sunset, guy named Los, he hit me up and he's like, hey, man, you still want a forerunner? I was like, yeah. And he showed me this one. And as soon as I saw the picture, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's it. You know, so we, we got it, uh, drove out to Ventura, picked it up, and uh, kind of got going on it. And then I went to Bobby and said, hey, I found it. You ready? And he's like, yeah, let's do it. So when you are traveling across the country and going to the truck shows, I'm sure that you're probably bringing the forerunner. Are you driving that? Do you have a tow rig? What's the uh, what's the I family actually, truckster? Yeah, I I don't. So like, it's kind of like a double edged sword. So we built this truck, and we love taking it to shows, and we love driving it. But also having you know our brand and going to shows and setting up booths, it kind of isn't very functional for that. So I have like a I have an 05 Nissan Titan and a uh, box trailer that's like our rig that we take across the country. And so, yeah, I hear it all the time. I'll, I'll travel and because, you know, like I said, people are really into the truck. So I'll go somewhere and they're like, oh, man, where's the Forerunner? And I was like, well, I, I couldn't bring it, you know, so I have to, like, make that choice. Have you owned the Titan since it was new? I, I have. How many miles are on <laughs> yeah. that thing? Uh, it's got 150,000 miles. Nice. And, uh, yeah, it's it's a great truck. And, you know, I mentioned earlier my, my friend Brian, um, who travels with me, he also has a Nissan. And so his is an 04 with like 275,000 miles. And, you know, on these trips, we'll be cruising along talking about like how, oh man, you know, we'd love to get a new truck. And then, uh, so going along, we realized that like, no, these trucks work great. So we basically have a suicide pack going on right now. These <laughs> trucks are going to blow up first. <laughs> so awesome. his having 275,000, he's a little closer than I am. <laughs> but hey man, they still go. That, that thing's a runner, dude. Yeah. They make a great truck. Uh, and I'll, uh, in, in in full transparency, also the sponsor, the uh, presenting sponsor of the Truck Show yes, podcast. Yes, they are. Hey, man, I, 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 I'm not being paid for saying this, but I love my Nissan Titan. <laughs> you don't have CustomLifeClothing.com. Unfortunately, it's BTS Clothing. And what's the story behind, I'm sorry, BSTClothing.com. 
What's the yeah, story so behind that? It's, it, that's part of our origin story. Um, you know, in 03, like I said, I got into the scene in 01. And about 03 is that's when we decided to start our company. And uh, when we started, we were brainstorming, trying to come up with a name. And uh, so we settled on BST clothing. And it was uh, sort of for blood, sweat, tears clothing. Ah. And, um, you know, we were that for a long time, all the way up until about 2017, we were, we were BST clothing. So I, I had this idea that I wanted like a, you know, just initials of the name. And I kind of wanted it to be like a little, like people didn't know what it meant. It kind of mean whatever you want. And it worked a little too well because after a while I would always get like, Oh, what does BST stand for? Like, well, oh, cool I mean, what, is, what does that mean? You know? So, so I, I we, we realized that like, you know, maybe this is kind of counterproductive. So again, we started brainstorming and, and we came up with Custom Life in 2017. And, Bro, it's uh, a sweet truck, right? Bro, it's a, it's a sweet truck. Oh, I, the no, I've heard it. <laughs> I mean, I've heard it all. I can get into some pretty, Come on, you know, throw some out there. We, we have to know. Ones, you know, but uh, I'm not going to go into that. But yeah, so, <laughs> so we decided that we needed a, a name that, uh, you know, people could really associate with just look at the name and know what we do. So we settled on custom life because even as BSC clothing, we we had this kind of mantra, which was live life custom. And that's our mantra, you know, still to today. And that's like everything in your life, just live life custom. And that's really the the root of mini trucking. The root of our culture is, is we can't leave anything alone. We have to change it and we have to, you know, do something else to make it cool and make it our own. And that's sort of like that mantra came from Live Life Custom and eventually become became Custom Life. I'm enjoying your uh, your Vans uh, rip that you've done. It says trucks. Oh, yeah. yeah trucks it, on the ground. Yeah, yeah trucks on the ground. And he's got a, a Toyota that's just sitting on the, on the ground. Very yeah, cool t-shirt. Yeah, homie's Tundra. Yeah, a lot of the, the vehicles that we use on shirts are, you know, people that I know. Like um, you, a lot of them from our own club, you know, I, I may be a little bit biased in that respect, but <laughs> a lot of them from our own club. Uh, the Tundra is, is my home. Joey, uh, we got a, a, an, an S10 shirt that's uh, our, our guy, George. So, you know, we, we have a, a shirt with our forerunner on it. You know, that one I'm very partial to. But my favorite, yeah, we try to keep it. The, the one that I stole from you, I think, at uh, Lone Star was the Anti-Stock Social Club. Like uh, yeah. the Anti-Social Social Club, which is a, you know, pretty hip brand here in Hollywood. And yeah. it's a, and it's Did you a, just a say lower, hip in Hollywood? Hip in Hollywood, yeah. Well, don't ever do that on the show what ever is, again. Is it cool? <laughs> no, Brad. it's like you just you just showed your California pompousness again. Hip in Hollywood, yeah. Yeah, that was awful. Lame. It is. The, what should I what should I have said? Nothing. Don't ever bring that up again. <laughs> but do I say like it's like what kind of? Nope. You just, how do I describe it? You don't. You just say great. That's cool. <laughs> moving, thing, along, moving right along. <laughs> Oh, you you know what? You get all your credibility back by getting a uh, 66 C20. Well, then I lose and it. And then you just crap all over yourself. Again, when you know? I say hip in Hollywood. You know, it, it's like uh, it's like you're used to crapping on yourself, so mm-hmm. I just gave you a pair of diapers, mm-hmm. and then you took them off and crapped all over yourself again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can only save you so much, my friend. Uh, yeah, uh. I'm drowning in my own crap. <laughs> all right. I've done, I do that all the time. Well, Frank, I, uh, we, we, we devolved here. Sorry. We're going down hey. the crapper oh. hey. with oh, you okay. on the phone. All right. Well, Frank, what um, what's the farthest you've been for truck show coverage have you been to like um, nova I, scotia or something crazy no, well oh like obscure yeah um you know i i don't know uh, really obscure the farthest we went is is the uh the show in north carolina and that's the uh the mini truck uh mini truck nats the you know mini truck nationals and that was a really cool show 
I got to give a big shout out to that show because like as the scene kind of like evolved here in Southern California, you know, like it, it's changed a lot. And I said I said earlier, it hasn't changed much, but, you know, it, it has. Um, and the, the guys on the East Coast, especially in Maggie Valley, they're like when went to that show and it reminded me of a show from like 10 years ago. It was just the same vibe, the same atmosphere, just, you know, like it was it was really cool. So I guess that kind of fits both things, because like Maggie Valley is this tiny little like town you know in the in the was it the the smoky mountains or something or you know that area holman it sounds like the kind of show that you went to back in the day in mississippi or somewhere that was like some greenville tiny little... show fest greenville right. yeah oh show yeah fest. show fest that was yeah. uh that was a rager back yeah, in the that... day so many stories oh yeah most I, you know, of I them actually, i can't tell I, I only heard those stories and never actually made it to that show oh. but yeah i i heard that place was insane oh. so i don't think it was like that like it's way more chill like or even heat wave like, back in the day heat wave back in the day was pretty crazy yeah, oh, there were there were so many like crazy truck shows. Unfortunately for us, like we got into the scene like in the in the early two thousands, just as like the the hardcore like crazy party river runs were dying out. <laughs> you know, so I never got to experience yeah. those. You know, they that they they kind of had a revival in the mid two thousands, like West Coast and stuff like that, and um and, and endless summer and stuff. But they don't really capture that old school like river run vibe that I like when I got into it, all the old dudes were used to talk about the river runs and stuff like that. I used to be like, man, it sounds crazy. (laughs) I wonder if that stuff can come back. Like, are we just different people culturally or, you know, where are we today? You could, you could easily do a truck show again, but it would, it w- wouldn't be the way it was back then, but well, you could like, get you know, everybody nostalgic with their families. Because before it was open container and girls that were super scantily yeah, I mean, clad and all that. There's and, stuff you couldn't do yeah. today, but you could also make it family friendly so that people could share their love of trucks with the younger members of their family. But then who, it's not the crazy river but run. But who type says it has to be? That, well, I don't know. Because we're saying, all older now. We're all wiser. But, but if you're if mature. you're but if you're 18 right now, Frank, if you're 18 and you've never experienced any crazy, it's like what I talk about on the radio, right? It's, Looking at YouTube, right? It's like that. Well, no, but even YouTube. Dude, there's not that crazy stuff going on. You, you got to go to World. No, I'm just Star. saying that's what 18 year olds are doing. Yeah, they're going to YouTube, but they're not seeing the crazy stuff. They got to go to World Star to that's see my, it. Or, that's my that's my point, though. Is it's like they have no point of reference for the stuff that we lived in back in the day. There was no, there's no girls gone wild today. You know, there's just. I'm not saying that that's good. I'm just saying that it's, it's culturally different. we have changed. It's yeah. different. Yeah. I don't know. You could man. absolutely do a new truck show and and have all the vibes of the good old days and make it more family friendly. Honestly, I think that's how you make the money. I think that's how you draw people in is they get to share their love of these works of art with their family members because they're all, you know, older. They have kids now. They, you know, all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, good, good point. I mean, when you and I were in Daytona, um, we, we were seeing strollers. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, absolutely. It's families. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And that, that kind of translates to, to our show. Yeah, we've all gotten older. We've all kind of chilled out a little bit, you know, and, and we got kids and families and stuff like that. And, and funny enough, like our show they inside the casino they have like a daycare so like a lot of people will bring their kids and then you know <laughs> see ya put them in the daycare like see you later you know <laughs> where, where there used to be like truck shows every weekend and you know again I, I i reference a lot when we were younger like younger no responsibility you know you basically just have to make enough money to get to the show totally. you know i've heard of i heard of dudes you know back in the day going out to the river having a good time and having to sell their rims to get home you know <laughs> like crazy <laughs> stuff like that but now like you know, shows like our show, 
they're like vacation. They're like destination type shows. So now dudes, you know, when they're planning out their vacation, at the beginning of the year, they're like, okay, these are the dates for the show. You know, I, I got to set this aside. And it, and it becomes like a vacation, like an unwind, just want to get away from everything and, and go hang out. Okay. So there's Frank, there's a show coming up. We're going to be talking to Corey, who's the founder of a show in Kern County. Oh, okay. Yeah. So uh, we're going to be checking in with him. If, if Holman and I were going to choose a show in 2020 to go cover. Because we're doing some other shows, we're going to travel a lot in 2020, but if we wanted to hit one that's specifically mini truck, which one do we put on the calendar? Well, I mean, I, I got to speak to my bias and I got to say our show. Obviously, why would you show. ask him that? I'm just saying. Yeah. I, I, well, I wanted him to sell it to our audience. That's why. <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, let's you say know, our audience. show, and, and again, I speak from a completely biased point of view, but our show is a lot of fun. You know, like I said, you you get there, you park your truck. And that's it. You're there for three days. Everything is within arm's reach. You know, food, drinks, partying. We have DJs, you know, Saturday night. We have uh, Body Drop from Severed. You know, he he usually spins on Saturday nights. We have our own resident DJ, uh, Roulette, Madhouse Effects. He he provides the the music for the whole weekend. And it's it's nonstop fun. When, when you know, we show up a little early, we get there on Thursday and start hanging out. But it is like nonstop fun from Thursday to Sunday. All right, well, if you guys are curious what that looks like, just go to YouTube and type in Custom Life with a K, Custom Life, and you'll see uh, his uh, Frank's vlog right there. And yeah, it looks check like out all you're, of our videos. It looks like you're having a lot of fun, my friend. Oh, man, it's, we're, we're having a great time. And uh, I just want to take a quick second to, to say thank you to everybody who watches the videos. It means a lot to us. You know, when we're hanging out at a show and people come up to us and tell us how much they like the videos and, and you know, how much they enjoy it, it just makes it, it just inspires us. It inspires us just to keep making more videos. Beautiful. And if you're, uh, you want a good, um, you know what, I'm going to put them on the spot. Any chance that we could get a discount code for truck show listeners for BST clothing? Because you've got some cool shirts. Yeah, you know, I'll set it up. Let's let's do, uh, you know, go to our website. You can it's it's actually livelifecustom.com. So livelifecustom with a K dot com. Go there, um, put in truck show at checkout and get ten percent off. Perfect, nice. love it. Yeah, Sweet. for sure. Good man. Thanks for pulling that out of your butt really fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. After this, uh, we're gonna hang up. He's gonna call you. And go. Hey, can you edit that out? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I gotta call my my web guy and be like, look, this is this we gotta do this like right now. <laughs> no, it's good. I, I just want them to see the Annie Stock Social Club shirt that I'm talking about. It's well, the cool. show yeah, will be out sure. within the uh, next 24 hours, so you should probably get on that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hey, right now. <laughs> All right, perfect. All right, Frank, you're the man. You Glad we finally it. got a chance to uh, check in with for you. Thanks having me. You got yeah, it. Thank you guys. All right, we'll talk soon. Thank you. Thanks, bud. All right, later. Later. Bye. Oh, man, there's some news in trucks. What's new in trucks? We need to know. What's new in trucks? We need to know. What's new in trucks? We need to know. Lifted, lowered, and everything in between. What's happening in the world of trucks? Ah! Ooh, that was good. That's pretty good. I feel like uh, you, uh, you lingered longer than I did, though. A uh, little bit. Well, I thought you were going to linger because you got up out of your yeah. seat and you squatted as yeah. if you were taking a dump. Well, you are always like the lingerer because you're the guy that stays late at the party that won't go home. No, no. I always, no, I ghost out early. No, I totally no, do. That's true. No, what do you mean it's not? I'm telling you, I don't want to be, I hate mm. being the last guy at the party. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I just, uh, I go, eh, I just bail out. I'm I, like, I'll even leave the drink like half, half, half drunk. So that it appears you're still there. Yes, and I'll just ghost out. <laughs> yeah, where's where's lighting? That's a just that's gone. A wasting good booze. I mean, I'll make sure it's cheap, cheap booze. <laughs> oh, <yeah>, just water. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, my vodka. <laughs> uh, did you know that the uh, Baja 1000 just happened? And uh, 
The 52nd score, Baja 1000, about 800 miles. It was a crazy course uh, because there's a massive storm that came through. They had to push it back in unprecedented uh, 24 hours because the the course was destroyed by the storm. They've never had to push it back in all these years? I don't know if it's ever, but it's it's something that's super rare. Hmm. And uh, everything got washed out, and there was literally, uh, like, the flood control channel that you leave Ensenada in had, like, feet of water in it and just super crazy. So it was nasty and muddy and dirty. And the winner this year uh, was Mexican hometown heroes Alan and Aaron Ampuida, I think is how you say that, Ampuida? Took the first overall win in the number 10 trophy truck, and they finished the entire race in just 16 hours, 10 minutes, and 35 seconds, which is uh, pretty incredible. Uh, I guess they led most of the race, and they didn't really have any issues. Unfortunately, our friends over at Ford in the Bronco uh, Prototype R. Not so good? Not so good. Yeah, they had a lot of issues, and the Bronco wasn't able to finish. What's really interesting is there's the uh, Scuderia Glickenhaus built Baja boot. We need to get- say that again? The Scuderia Glickenhaus built Baja boot. We need to get them what on the podcast. That even, what does that even mean? What Those are you saying? Those are the names of the people behind it. Boot? Baja boot. It's a famous uh, off-road race truck. They have made a version of that for modern times that's completely street legal. They drove it down from the U.S. side, mm-hmm. raced, and drove home in it. Okay. And it beat the Bronco. Oh, wow. Ford multi-million dollar race effort, all that. And this uh, this home built uh, like fabbed street legal thing beat them, huh? So uh, we should have that, them. That on hurts. Uh, you know, it's uh, that's it wouldn't Bob. be it wouldn't be the uh, the first time that uh, you know Ford lost to a little guy, but man, with all the Ford versus Ferrari <laughs> yeah. out here, like I mean, you've got Adam, you've got the you know the, the Matt Damon movie. Then you have I just saw on Netflix or where was I seeing uh, there was a documentary. About it done by I don't know some guy the the 50th anniversary of the Ford versus Ferrari. Then there's Ford versus Ferrari documentary by Adam Carolla. I think there's so much Ford versus Ferrari right now that you forget that uh, that sometimes uh, Ford's the big guy, not the little guy anymore. Yeah, uh, although I don't forget that <laughs> they're they're pretty big. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else is going on. Ooh, speaking of Ford, did you see uh, the Cybertruck? Yeah. So the Cybertruck uh, out pulled uphill a two wheel drive F one fifty. Big whoop. Yeah. That was. Why did they do that? Like I get you're doing it, but that was listen, listen, listen. But it listen, wasn't fair at all. Listen, of course not. And if you're a Tesla, you got to know yeah. that's not street fair. tires versus 35 inch mud tires versus two wheel drive. Two wheel I mean, drive, no no weight in the bed. And by the way, it's sort of funny in that video to see you don't realize how massive the Cybertruck is until you see it, and it makes an F one fifty, which is already a big truck, look beauty. Yeah, so that was I don't cool. know. Like that was come on. First, you can't you break the windows right by throwing it. Throwing a yeah. steel ball at the wind, you know, like oh, these are break, you know, crash proof yeah, or whatever. They I, won't break, and they both they both break. Well, and then, like I and said, then you before, pull against an F one fifty, and no duh, yeah, no I, duh. I, of course, I, you're gonna win. Uh, there's, you know, it's all about getting market. That's why I think a lot of it's marketing, right? Not on purpose. I don't Not know. On purpose. I wouldn't put it past them. No, I no, wouldn't no, put no, it past no. them. Listen, it does not behoove them to break the windows accidentally, right? Uh, or does and, it? Or does it? No, I mean I listen to the Madonna thing where she used to say any publicity is good publicity. Uh-huh. But people were talking about it. I had listen, they would be t- at Thanksgiving dinner. We had one of our family members. He's in his late nineties. He was asking me about the Cybertruck. Yeah, because literally everybody's talking about it. So how could it be bad? I get it. But listen, if you're Elon Musk and you're standing up there on stage, 
you don't want those windows to not break. You just don't. You just I don't, don't. I don't know. What do you mean, I don't know? There's no when way I did that, the, that when was I, good. Like I said, when I did the test, they didn't break. Apparently, they did it in studio. It didn't break. He's claiming that when the hammer hit the door, it chipped the bottom of the glass, and then it broke. I don't know. Who knows what the real story is? Anyway, I'm sure this won't be the last time we're talking about the Cybertruck. I'm just saying that video was sort of like, really, guys? I know, but that's the thing is everyone saw it, and all truck guys said, well, that was unfair. Like, why did yeah. you even do that? Did Tesla not know that that was unfair? I don't know. They're not truck guys. You know, I don't know what they I think that's thinking. what's becoming clear. Right. Is that they're clearly not truck guys. But, but they're making a truck. They're just a bunch of techies that I don't think any of them drive pickup trucks. And if they do, they're they're overlanders. You know, they're not, uh, I don't know. They're Are not, they even they're, overlanders? Do you may, think that uh, they go camping and go into the backcountry? I think some might. Maybe. I think some might. But they're not, they're the opposite of like- Ultimate call-out challenge, guys. You yeah, know they're, not, they're not those guys. No. Uh, okay, well, speaking of uh, going overlanding, I finally listed my JK for sale. Did you really? Yeah, it's on AutoTrader, and uh, no bite so far. At a very fair price, I think. Yeah, but remember, I told you about my experience with AutoTrader. Yeah, I got to call And them. that was that I had zero bites, which was yeah. actually disturbing because I dropped the price, dropped the price. Yeah, that's and I what thought, I did. And then I just didn't get And I called the woman. I said, I've never listed anything in all my years and not had a single call. Right. Even you would expect the call. Somebody where would try and lo- lo- lowball you. Not even yeah. a trade. Same where guys like, I've got a spoon. I'd like yeah, to trade. Right. Really nothing. Like, seriously. And so I called and, and within 48 hours of doing whatever but she did. But national, right? Yes. It says I've been in like 1,300 searches and clicked on 200 times and not one email nothing out of all those is, people. I know. That's what I said Might be to because this I woman stick. at AutoTrader. I said- this is something's wrong yeah. because I haven't had a single correspondence. I will call them. Is my email address right? She confirmed it. Mm-hmm. I said, I don't. And, and so she came back on and she relisted it with one kind of like spotlight listing yeah. or whatever. And then within 48 hours, my truck was sold. Okay. All right. I'm calling. So them. I'm saying that there's there's hope. All right. Well, I just, I got to get it sold so I can get my jail ordered. Can you tell us what you are listing it for? Uh, you can find it on Auto Trader. But why we'll, wouldn't you want it? That's public. Why wouldn't you want to say it here? I don't know. Is it embarrassing? No. No. Is it's it what? Way 40, less than your truck. 42? Way less than what your truck went for or what you What were year is asking. it again? It's a 12 with 44,000 miles. Actually, 43,800. That's low mileage. I know. Okay. So but it's also a stick. Uh, yeah. But it's got all AV bumpers and wheels and the fuel caddy. It's got. Super expensive Bilstein Bolton 8100 bypass shocks on it. it has off-road evolution. Three Don't you have the Alpine upgraded head it's unit? It's got the Alpine, uh, was it the W109 yep. um, uh, head unit on it, uh, or X109 WRA, <clears throat> their fancy head unit. Regeared. It's dealership serviced. It's got a leather interior package. Paint's all in good shape, right? Everything's in good shape. Yeah, it just detailed. It's gorgeous. So let me, all right, all right. I don't even know what to, I'm just going to guess ballpark. Are you asking, what, 30, 35? Yeah, you're right there. Thirty-five. Yep. Okay. Seems like a decent deal. It's. Uh, I think it's only like five grand more than what Blue Book is on it, or something like that. Hmm. And you're I getting know. way more. I know, more but remember, and there's stuff it's in there that's tough stuff. to get. You yeah, know, but there's a bunch of stuff that's like a hundred grand, like crazy SEMA builds and stuff that are for sale that are similar in in age to mine, or maybe newer but with more miles. So I don't know. We'll see. I got to get my JL, so I got to get the JK sold. Are you willing to negotiate? I am willing to negotiate. Okay, all right. Yeah. So no. if we have a Truck Show Podcast listener, how would they get a hold of you? Uh, I mean, should they just do it through our socials? Yeah, just hit us up or truckshowpodcast at gmail.com. Okay. If you're looking for a uh, a uh, 12 JK up on uh, 37, it's got brand new BFG all-terrain tires on it. 
It's got uh, AV Bora wheels on it. I mean, it's it's a nice, clean Jeep. All right, so Truck Just Show Podcast. Details, too. At G- <laughs> Fully detailed. That's 150 bucks. TruckShowPodcast at gmail.com, and then Holman will send you a link to the link. It does Wait, have a, a link uh, to the link. No, he'll no, send you a link to, to the, the uh, email to the link. Uh, yes, that's it. Yes. <laughs> it also has a- uh, I meant listing. Email to yeah, yeah. link to the listing. It has a chipped windshield, but I will get that fixed before uh, before it goes. Just go to the home. Orange County Swap Meet. The guy in the parking lot will do it for like 40 bucks. No, I got, uh, <laughs> I've got comprehensive insurance, so it's covered. So I'll okay. get an OE windshield in there. Dude, I was behind. What are we going to do about the gravel trucks? Seriously. Uh, well, that's what got me on here. This was uh, what like on the 105. What are we going to do about 91. the freaking got... I'm in my in the Cooper, luckily, because I've decided that Yeah, but you're that is, low enough. Those things bounce over the top of you. No, they don't. <laughs> oh, no, they don't. And, dude, I'm telling you, the freaking gravel trucks, it's just a shotgun for five miles against the windshield. And I thought, what? I don't want to be that guy and go on some kind of crazy rant over... Because everyone But you're doing it right now on your podcast. No, but like... What all right? So yes, I am going to go on the crazy rant. <laughs> what do we do as a group? Because everyone behind that truck was getting pitted. Every single one of them. So those expensive headlights you got on your on your whatever you're driving a Mercedes or a truck, they're getting pitted. Your windshield's getting pitted, and and it's so minor that you can't claim it on your insurance. Right? It's not shattered. Just getting pitted, which sucks to look through when the sun is shining in your windshield. So now this this. A-hole truck driver doesn't give a rat's ass and pebbles are falling out. What do we do? Uh, you uh, write down the license plate and you file a police report uh, or you call the company on it. Or there. do we move to have, do we do we create, no, see, this is going to be bad. I almost said legislation. Oh, stop. No, you just, never mind. I, I wasn't going to say what I was going to do. Well, I mean, like, but wh- <laughs> how do you, there should be some type of catch, catch well, nor- normally you Normally, you, if you call them and you can take a picture and- you can show your truck driver this date and time, write down the number. Uh, I've had people, friends of mine, who've had their windshields replaced from the car, from that truck company. So they carry insurance. You can file a claim with the uh, owners of the trucking company. Hmm. Maybe some of our truck driving uh, listeners out there can tell us of a time that uh, they got dinged for uh, dinging a windshield. Man, it just sucks because there is a huge – on. I, I travel the same – just like all of you – travel the same route to work every single morning. Well, then you should know and where all the rocks are. No. There's a big <laughs> hu- – there's a huge project where they're literally moving a mountain of dirt. I mean an yeah. actual mountain of dirt, and it's going to take two years, they announced. And uh, I you can't, should start going a different way. I, but I, that's the only freeway. Well, you should get an armored car. Yeah, but it's still got a glass windshield. Uh, you should get one of those Tesla windshields. <laughs> the ones that shatter <laughs> when I throw a steel ball at it? Well, are the trucks hauling pebbles or steel balls? Uh, the, oh, yeah, good point. All right, well, I guess that uh, wraps up episode 99, but uh, you know we're feverishly working on episode 100. <laughs> we're feverishly? I mean, I am. I have not. No, neither of us have even broken a sweat. I have a callus on my <laughs> finger from typing. Ah, have you now? I will tell you that That's we- That's not what it's from. We I know. still need <laughs> listener feedback. Uh, a lot of you has, have sent in timestamps of your favorite Truck Show Podcast moments. We want to play some of those. So uh, don't forget, at Truck Show Podcast, DM us or truckshowpodcast at gmail.com. Send us your favorite moments and see if you get into episode 100 of the Truck Show Podcast. Yep. Send us that email, truckshowpodcast at gmail.com. The Truck Show, The Truck Show, The Truck Show, oh, oh. How's it feel to be on uh, episode 100 Eve? Episode 100 Eve? Yeah. Ah, it feels weird. I, I think that our suckage was a little higher than normal on this particular show. This was a bad show, one. yeah. Uh, hopefully your magic of editing will hide all of that. Yeah. Oh, and and had- you're not allowed to read emails anymore. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I had some. Uh, I had a rough patch, which <laughs> you guys weren't exposed to. I will say. Hopefully, uh, Jay the Knife Tillis was able to uh, rectify. No, no, that. no, 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 no. It's it's lightning the blade. Oh, lightning the blade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh. Well, we want to thank uh, Nissan. You guys. Um, Always step up to the plate, supporting us big time. The best warranty in the business on the Titan. Five-year, 100,000-mile warranty. You know the 2020 is coming out, but dude, the 2019, it is the time to take a very close look at it. Get on down to your Nissan dealer and check out the 2019 Nissan Titan. Don't look at me that way. You biff. I did biff. <laughs> I'm just still going. All right, NissanUSA.com. And don't forget, zero-gravity seats, the Fender audio system. Super quiet, 5.6-liter endurance V8, that seven-speed automatic. Oh, 2019's a great truck. And by the way, you can still pick up a 2019 with the Cummins in the next D. Uh, if they, if you can find if one. you can find one. I'm yeah. sure they're out there. And, uh, of course, our friends over at Decked, decked.com for all your storage solution needs. And I don't know, my friend. I think on that note, uh, we've got some work to do. A, because we got to show clean. better. Yeah, you know, it's, it's sort of, <laughs> the way I feel right now is um, we have a party to go to. That's our own 100th party. And uh, we're going to show up in cut-off jeans and uh, like an old dirty T-shirt instead of tuxedos right now. So uh, I think we got to up our game for next uh, next episode. That is how I feel. <laughs> I feel like I've got uh-huh. cut-off jeans. Uh-huh. And not only do I have the, uh, the, the, the white tank top, yeah. I have a rope belt. You do have a rope belt. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you have- It's uh, not even rope. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's a clothesline. Do you have uh, top siders with no socks? No, no, no. I've got uh, Converse that uh, it's an old pair. Of no, Converse no, no. Converse I, would be fine at our party. I'm totally fine with that. Yeah, but they've got no soles. It's just it's just the <laughs> canvas top, <laughs> kind of like us. <laughs> yeah, buddy.